Forrester. Down the line to right. It's gone! Garrett Forrester walks it off for Oregon State! What happened? He just like benched like five of the starters. Four of them were all Americans. Big hit pop. Did he just do it? Yes, he did. This is loaded in the NCAA tournament. And he sends a drive to deep right. Elko, Grand Slam. Beer showers about. McGarry's 2-2 pitch to Lanzilli. Strike three called, and Virginia has completed a no-hitter tonight. Pushes a bunt to third. James to first. Hayes out. What a way to end it. And what a way to end a drought. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. What is up, college baseball fans? And welcome to the last regular season podcast of the 11.7 show. Man, what a what a great regular season we had. And it was dominated by Tennessee, but you know, of course, we had a lot of movement in the top 10 all year long. Just who was hot at the right time. And teams that, that were hot at some points cooled off, and then teams that we thought were dead heated back up. So it leads us here to conference tournament season which is always great because we have games starting on tuesday at 9 a.m and dimitri you tweeted it out how great is it that for the big 12 tournament 9 a.m on tuesday we get an oklahoma state versus texas game oh is that wednesday yeah but still an oklahoma state texas game at 9 a.m on wednesday (laughs) it just gets me fired up man I mean, I mean, that is so early for what you would think of a seven, eight o'clock primetime game. <laughs> Dude, exactly. I mean, going into the regular, I mean, going into the regular season, we thought those were going to be the top two teams in the Big 12, and now they're fighting in a four or five matchup at 9:30 a.m. Incredible. But anyway, so this show, this show is going to be based around. Of course, we're going to recap the uh, the the past weekend. It started on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There was only a few games today on Sunday. Um, and then we're, that's going to lead us right into all 28 remaining conference tournaments. We're going to pick our winners. Uh, just me and Dimitri. There's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of discussion about each conference tournament and how it's structured, and and who we think is going to pull away with the automatic qualifier. If you guys haven't checked out already, I want to make sure I touch on this first. Dimitri grinded his balls off to build. Uh, a website, or not a website, but a web page on the Apollo HOU website, um, where we have an 11.7 uh, postseason tracker, a postseason central station, is I think is what you called it. And uh, you did a really good job. All conference tournaments are there um, with descriptions on how they work and links to the pages uh, to see the tournament brackets. So it's a one-stop shop for for everything you need to keep up with these 28 remaining conference tournaments. Um, so you guys check it out. It's a, it's at Apollo H O U.com. So A P P A P O L L O. Yeah. A P O L L O H O U.com. And it's under the college baseball tab. And, uh, we just got done designing our postseason shirt as well. It's not released yet. Dimitri grinded it on that as well. And it looks really sick. And I, I expect us to sell, um, a pretty good amount. I think that it's going to be a great price point and, uh, it's a really cool, sick retro logo design. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. Hey, so I was going to backtrack a little bit. You opened the show with the 
kind of just like the morale or moral of the season, how you would describe the season. So I have two things. When I think of this season, and I I literally called it on Thursday, and you kind of called me crazy for it. I said, Ben, <laughs> when a team wins a big series or lose a big series, they win the next one or vice versa. I told you, I told you that Oklahoma, Texas Tech came off that big win against Oklahoma State. They were going to lose that series, and you convinced me that they weren't. So I took Texas Tech, and sure as hell enough, Oklahoma won. I told you Vandy was going to lose. LSU was going to come back and win. And sure as hell enough, LSU freaking curb stomped them. Absolutely curb stomped them. Uh, that so, LSU series, we could spend an hour on just by how they were down six to nothing on Saturday and ended up winning 21 to 10. I'm going to tell the listeners something else about the LSU series. And I literally hate Vanderbilt now. I, I hate <laughs> Vanderbilt most more than Tennessee fans. And I will explain to you why once we get to that topic. I'm yes. literally, I, I'm, I'm pissed at Vanderbilt. They're, Vanderbilt is dead to Dimitri. Um, we'll, but, we'll, te- we'll tease it. Yeah, we'll talk about it when, when it gets there. But Jesus, so man, I, season, I know the ben, story. I know the story, and I know it's gonna. it just eats away at you. I know. This season, for me, which is pure inconsistency from every team not named Tennessee, just pure inconsistency. And, I mean, dude, I mean, Oregon State started to – started to pull people in saying, hey, we're legit. We're legit. Mm-hmm. We're a real number two, number one team in the country. They're, they're, they're just like everybody else. They, yeah. can, they, they can't roll through the whole season consistently. I'm not saying lose a tough-fought series. I'm talking about just getting your shit beat, just get absolutely getting destroyed on a weekend where you just don't even look like that good. So yeah. that, that, for me, the whole season, which is full of those. It's it's so funny because I, I I'm kind of petty when it comes to uh, like our I, I love the, the the college baseball social media sites I really do I follow them all and but I am a little petty when it comes to all of these different rankings uh, that each like everybody who who has a college baseball Twitter page has their own rankings which we used to have as well so I don't want to be hypocritical but the the amount of times that the the rankings shift back and forth back and forth back and forth all year. I actually went, I was petty and I went back and looked at some of the, uh, the accounts that they're good. They're great. Um, not talking bad about them, but just see their week to week updates on their rankings. And it's like, if they would have just kept it consistent, like if they did a ranking every two weeks, it would have been very consistent. But if you did every week, it was, uh, back, for and exa- forth, back and yeah, forth, back and forth. Like, uh, for example, like, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a team that, was like Virginia, for example. Virginia was like in the top five, and then they dropped to like sixteen, and then they were back to number eight the next week. And it was it was just very much what you said, inconsistent play. Oregon State went from two to one back to two, just like that before. <laughs> and that is just like I mean, dude, like it was just pure inconsistency. And I kind of like it because it creates a lot of parity, and you have no idea what the hell is going to happen. This tournament, this regional tournament, we're about to have. No team is safe. It doesn't matter if you're a two seed in the number three overall regional. If you catch them on a bad week, you're going to beat them by ten runs. It's it's that it's that competitive this year. Um, and I think it's going to be chaotic. I think there's going to be a lot of mid major teams that that make a super regional and potentially get to Omaha. I gave you my number. Yeah. Twelve. I'm 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 not sure if I want to pick twelve or thirteen. Of the 16 one seed, I don't think more than 12 or 13 advance. Maybe I, 11. I might say less than that. 
because I think 11 is my number. I was looking at the D1 baseball projections they posted today, and I'm glad they posted it on Sunday. And uh, just because I was, I was curious to see like what the, what the one seeds were going to be, what the two seeds are going to be. And again, these are just projections. We still have a whole week of conference tournaments, but, um, but yeah, I'm looking around at the one seeds and it's like, you know what? I could see Arkansas going into Stillwater and winning that that regional, and the, Arkansas would be a two seed there. I could see Texas State beating TCU in their own regional, um, and then there's like three seeds as well. Uh, Florida State could go into Auburn as a three seed and win that regional pretty easily. So um, it, yeah, it, it's like I, I think there's going to be less than twelve one seeds that get out of their own regional just because. Just because here's another thing. The four seeds this year are really freaking good as well. Um, you know, you take you take Auburn, for example. They ha- they're at the 10 overall um, regional host site. They're, they're ranked 10th. They're playing against College of Charleston, who D1 Baseball deems is the 10th best four seed, or sorry, the 10th worst four seed. College of Charleston won a ton of games this year, and and have a, they have a dude on Friday. Beat that, Texas in a midweek. Yeah. They beat Texas in midweek. Dude, they can uh, they can play with anybody. So Auburn's looking at it like, geez, like we have to actually throw our ace on Friday to get through that four seed. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the four seeds now. You remember Wright State from last year gave Tennessee a ton of trouble and had to have a uh, a walk off, a miracle walk off, uh, grand slam. They're they're stationed to go to Louisville as the four seed, and it's like Louisville. Ben. Could... So speaking of our number, how many one seeds make it to super? I'm going to rattle off just how many one seed made it to Omaha the past couple of years. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. 2021, six one seeds made it. 2019, five made it. 2018, six made it. 2017, six. 2016, four. 2015, six. 2014, five. 2013, eight. 2012, five. So you're sitting in that five to six range a lot. And if you keep going down all the way back to 1999, it's the five to seven range every year. And that's crazy because, and and that makes a lot of sense. Every year, Omaha, it feels like there's one underdog that the city rallies behind, you know, a a two seat or a three seat. Only two four seats have ever made it to Omaha since 1999. That's not true. Two four seats. That's not true. 2008 and two in 2012. Really? When, when Stony, wait, Stony Brook made it and Fresno State made it. That's two. Fresno there has State to be a three. Were the three. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Fresno State 2008. Stony Brook, right? 2012 was uh, Kent State. No, Stony Brook was definitely a four seed. I, I don't know. I'm going to fa- I'm gonna make you fact check yourself. There has this to be is, more than two. I'm on NCAA.com. Really? Well, then I guess Kent State here, was here, a three here. seed and uh, – Hey, Kent? I just sent I just sent it to you. Please. Go go okay. look at this. So according to NCAA.com, only two four seeds have made it. 15 one seeds have made it since 1999. Yeah, 2012 was Stony Brook, and then 2008 was Fresno State. Can so State a, a four seed, seed a four seed has a 1.1% chance of getting to Omaha. This year, dude, I would be willing to bet <laughs> if I had the right odds. If I had the, the would you say two? No, no, no. I'm saying if this year there's going to be a four seed that makes it to Omaha. I don't know who it would be, but if like Campbell gets hot, you know they have Campbell projected for the Georgia Southern Regional, and that's a 
that's a that's a regional that that's easily winnable. But then they would match up against Tennessee, so in the super. So I don't know about that. But um, yeah, they that's hate, weird. That's weird. Only one percent of into, Stony Brook rolled into LSU, and everybody thought they were dead. Yeah, that's true. Wow, but that blows my mind. There's only been two four seeds to ever make a, a college. That, mean, that means Kent State with a three seed, and um, when they beat Oregon. Yeah, they were. They were definitely a three seed, and that was the same year. That was 2012, when 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 Stony Brook was there. Stony Brook and Kent State were both there at the same time. But that look, if, but I'm looking the- at it now. If you so, if you go back to 2011, there's only been two seasons where there hasn't been a three seed in Omaha, which is crazy. In 2016, there was no three seed. In 2013, there was no three seed. And everybody remembers the 2013 year where it was all one seeds. So, Ben, when we're when we're doing our 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 betting stuff, if you if you can get the one out of 16, you have a one out of 16 chance of getting a high odd team. So if you pick, let's just say you pick three of the 16 three seeds, just pick three of your best that you think they can make mm-hmm. it. And you you hit one of them, you're you're golden, dude. I'm telling you though, I love a lot of these three seeds in the D1 uh, projections. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm I, I'm gonna read you all the three seeds here just real quick. Just tell me yes or no if you think there's a chance they get to Omaha. Okay, Wofford. I'm saying no, no to Wofford. No, no, no. Georgia Tech, maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, Dallas Baptist, no, maybe, maybe. No. Ole Miss, maybe, maybe. Grand Canyon. Maybe. Maybe NC State, they've done it before, sure. Maybe Rutgers, I'd say no to Rutgers. No. UConn, I'd say hell no, no. to UConn. Dude, you, uh, okay, can we stop right there, real quick? UConn, hey, this is a this is a podcast where we just speak our mind, and if we hurt your feeling, like it's not personal, it's nothing personal. But I, I don't think UConn, I think UConn sucks, to be honest. Yeah, they got boat race this weekend by Georgetown. They got humbled. That's a good way. Not boat race. They got humbled. Georgetown took care of business, and now UConn's a bubble team. And they it's were... not just because of this weekend. I was waiting for them to to lose. Mm-hmm. They were getting. They were squeaking by some of these teams in that Big East conference, which we all know soft is, is soft. It is yeah. charm and ultra soft. If you put Missouri in the Big East, they would they win that say, conference. They, yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So. Um, Anyway, um, so so Old Dominion and Liberty are two other three seeds that I think like uh, maybe not, but possibly I could see Old Dominion. Yeah, they can hit their way to Omaha. That's for sure. And then here it gets real interesting. Here's here's three. So there's four <coughs> three seeds left, and I think three of them have a legitimate shot to get to Omaha: Arizona, Florida State, Clemson, UTSA. Uh, Clemson, Florida State, and Arizona. Wait, why not? You know, it's not Florida State of the three. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. Really. Mm-hmm. Three seated Auburn. They a week ago they were in the hosting picture. I know, dude. It's it, that's what dude. This year has been just. It's been like nothing we've seen ever before. Going back to our playing days, what your first year of college baseball is twenty twelve? Is that right? Yeah. Have you seen a year since twenty twelve where there's been this much just back and forthness? No, dude. You you typically knew. Your, Who the best teams were? Yeah, every year you, you knew. typically knew your sixteen to twenty top team, and it was by by the end of April. Yeah, 
not even end of April, middle of April, you knew who was fighting for a regional, who wasn't, and who, you know, whatever. This year, we've had got teams in the 30 RPI three weeks ago who are now in the hosting picture mm-hmm. or even on the fence. And you have teams that were national seed who are now on the fence. It's, so, dude, I mean, it's, it's it, chaos. This is the only year – you brought up a good point. This is the only year where I've seen teams go from hosting a regional to the bubble within two weeks. And UConn did it. UConn was projected as a host two weeks ago. Now they're on the bubble. Um, same thing with uh, with like Dallas Baptist is another example. And uh, let's see who else I mean, would be. We have we have a we had Georgia Southern. I mean, even okay, Mercer three weeks ago. Mercer was a freaking two, two seed lock. They're they're not even going to make the tournament. Yeah. Um, um, Here's yeah. and, it, and it goes the other way too. East Carolina and Ole Miss were both dead halfway through April, and now they're both pretty much locks to get into the tournament. East yep. Carolina is looking like a two seed now, which disgusts me. By the way, I don't think they're very good. Um, you think, so you don't think East Carolina is very good? I just I haven't bought into it. I got a bad taste in my mouth early in the year. And I haven't been able to like overcome that. But they, I mean, they finished the American Conference like very good. So. Uh, which is a solid conference. Yeah, is it though? I I I came into that conclusion. I came into the conclusion of is it a great conference two weeks ago when I was seeing teams such as like Tulane and Memphis, Wichita State, Cincinnati, like those teams just I don't know I th- if I think it's their names that are propping them up. When you think of Tulane, you think baseball school. Right, but they're not very good. But, but Tulane th- just had to fire their coach last week. Yep. When you think of Houston, you think of typically really good teams. When yeah. you think of Memphis, you think, oh, they can have they could be pretty good. I when think you-, you could take all all eight of these American teams and you put them in Conference USA or you put them in the Sun Belt, and I think it's it's a grind. Like they're not guaranteed to win. Um, it might they're fighting for 500 in those conferences, right? Yeah, they're they're pretty much in the same position they are. I don't know. I mean, the American, I could be wrong about the American, but all I know is who was the last American team to make the college world series? And I'll tell you the answer I, I don't think any of these teams have made it since the American conference has become a thing. I don't think a single one of these no. teams has made it. To I mean, Omaha. Dude, if I had to guess, Wichita State out of all of the schools, Wichita State. Is the most recent team to make it, and that was probably 2002. No, way before that. I mean, when was Wichita? Like, when did they? Well, I know Tulane. Tulane made it in 2004. So, okay, there you go. Tulane is the most recent team. 18 years. Didn't Cincinnati make a run a couple years ago? No. Cincinnati, but they didn't get to Omaha. They made a super regional. Remember, they were like the seventh seed in the American. It might have been in 2019. UCF has never been. I don't think UCF has no. ever been. Houston has hosted a few regionals, but, but never got out of it. But anyway. um, South Florida last year made it to the Super Regionals Super. against Texas. I don't know. I just, I'm not a big buyer into the American until they prove me wrong. But and here's another, here's one more thing I want to say about the American because I know we have a lot to talk about. Their best team, East Carolina, is two and seven against Quadrant One teams. Like, that's bad. Can't beat the good teams. Anyways, yep. um, let's kind of recap the weekend here a little bit, and then we'll go into our 28 uh, conference tournament picks. And, uh, boy, that's going to be that's gonna be fun. Uh, 
So about the weekend, dude. The uh, do you want to go ahead and just hammer out Tennessee? Just hey, hit my cap. Great, unbelievable season. I mean, just one of the one of the best seasons of all time, Ben. It really is. And, I mean, this uh, was a historical season, especially with the competition they were facing. They didn't play. A, I mean, that wasn't an unbelievable non-conference schedule, but they did play in that you know Shriners College Classic. Well, hold on, pump the break. They're out of conference pretty weak. No, but maybe. Oh, but, but hold on. They smoked Georgia Southern, who turned out to be pretty Yeah, good. that's what I'm saying. Like, they swept Georgia Southern. I know they played Iona, which turned out to be one of the worst teams. Uh, and then they played the Shriners College Classic, and then looks like Rhode Island, South Carolina, and then they went straight into conference play. So South Carolina is conference play. Oh, shoot. You're right. You're right. Um <laughs> You're right. That's it's that's a, a good brutal point. out of conference schedule. Yeah, it wasn't brutal. It wasn't it wasn't bad, but it was still pretty solid. Um, in that Shriners College Classic, they played against Oklahoma, Baylor, and Texas. That's not bad. Anyway, so I mean, Tennessee is forty nine and seven. They're going to get to fifty wins here in the SEC tournament. They'll win a game at least. Probably win the whole thing. But this is a uh, this is a historic team, and it compares to what like Oregon State did in 2018, um, and then I think like Coastal Carolina was one of the other um, 50 win teams in this this uh, this decade or since 2010. Hey, we I think we've kind of harped on this a little too much, but history says Tennessee's not making Omaha. They're gonna make Omaha, dude. They're so good. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying history says they're not gonna win the whole thing. Yeah, but history is made to uh, to be broken. Is there a way I can look at best records of all time? I mean, I can I can send you the link. No, nah, that's all good. I, I don't really care about it. It, it's, it was a historic season. Anyways, but, I mean, rest in peace to our national champion or defending national champions, Mississippi State. They just absolutely pulled the plug and everything flooded out. They uh, They got beat by a hundred on Friday or Thursday. Um, it, and when I say a hundred, it was, what was it? 27 to two. Either way. I mean, it was a bloodbath and Mississippi state was getting no hit. This was the last weekend um, of the regular season for them. And they just, they had nothing. So we'll have a, we'll, we won't have a repeating champion 27 to two and uh, Tennessee just the boat raced them. It was never even close. Um, Anyways, rest in peace, Mississippi State. I sent you the link of the document, and you can go see all the best records. And I'm, I think it's page. Um, I'll tell you right now, but in terms of history, the um, winning a team. Yeah, this is interesting. The winningest team. Oh, that's no, no, no. Hold on. That's okay. all time. So if we scroll back, all-time winningest team, that's page 56. So it's got to be, I think it's further down, like 70. Um, so. No, team records. Old. Team records, 32. Sorry, did this you is find, great. Did you find the page? Yeah, I, I found it. I just have to scroll. But um, anyways, we can keep talking what while page? I'm looking at this. I think it was 32. It looks like team records. So uh, Arizona State in 1972 went 64 and six. 
That's, just do since 1999, the super regional era. That's the best way to kind of keep it somewhat consistent. Oh, page 40, page, um, page 46. Go to page 46. Yep, I'm here right now. Yep. Wichita State, 1983, went 73 and 14. Jesus. There's, there's no team since 1999 in any of the up oh, Oregon State, 56 and 6. There you go. 2017 Oregon State, 56 in the past 22 years since Super Regional Era, since 99, Oregon State is the best team of all time or in the era. 56 and 6. What's Tennessee's record? 49 and 7. Wow. I mean, unless they make a deep run into Hoover, five wins gets you to Omaha. Now, now does the, does that do those wins count Omaha and like regionals, super regionals and stuff, or is it just regular season with conference tournament? Because I mean, they didn't play a conference tournament that year, so that's true. Twenty fifty six and six, fifty six regular season game. So that's I think that's their final overall record. Yeah, it is. We've lost in the Supers that year, right? You know what? And no, in 2017, I think they lost in Super. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. That was the year I graduated, so I should know. Um, um anyways, so yeah, Tennessee, unbelievable year. Tip my cap to them. Who? I'm trying to think of in terms of the whole season. Who was their MVP? Who would you say was your biggest surprise? Let's do that. Your biggest surprise of the year. Virginia Tech, hands down. Okay. okay. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that they would win 20 games this year. And, of course, I didn't do any preseason research on them just because I wasn't. You wanna know, do you want to know what they were, pick, they were picked in the ACC preseason? 12th. ACC's a preseason baseball ranking. I, they had to have been 12th, 13th, or 14th. Virginia Tech was picked to finish sixth in the Coastal. And that would have been good for um, 11th or 12th. Uh, let's see, six, 11. Yeah, they would, they, would have, they would have picked 12th overall. And they freaking won the thing with, with I, I know Miami had more wins, but. Winning percentage points, Virginia Tech won it. Nuts. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I would say Virginia Tech is is number one there. Um, okay, okay. Biggest you gotta. Percentage. Well, no, there's there's few other teams that were surprises. Texas A&M has got to be up there. Um, probably equal with Virginia Tech as far as biggest surprises. That's a team that didn't make Hoover last year, and they freaking won the SEC West, which has been known as like the best division in college baseball in the past, and they freaking won it. I mean, so between those two teams, Texas A&M and Virginia Tech, which one of those two is more surprising to you? Virginia Tech and who? Texas A&M. They got a proven co- head coach in Schlossnagel. Texas A&M has a winning history. I think Virginia Tech is a bigger surprise. I think that's that's fair. But don't uh, get me wrong. I'm not trying to discredit one or the other. I just think Virginia Tech is a bigger surprise. Mm-hmm. 
So um, there was a couple other teams I had. I mean, of course, Maryland, nobody thought that they were going to be this good. People thought they were going to be pretty solid, but um, they weren't, like, picked to win the Big Ten, and the Big Ten's a pretty weak conference. So to be a national seed, like I think they're going to be, Maryland was a big surprise to me. Um, and I, I guess disappointments, you, you got to go with Mississippi State as one. Uh, and honestly, here's another one for you. Texas and Dallas Baptist, both, I think, severely disappointed. Can you really say Texas was the most disappointing? No, dude. They're a 35-game win. 35 they finished fifth. Dude, they finished fifth in their own conference, and they were the unanimous number one team in the nation to start the year. Two games back, a first place. It doesn't so. matter. It, it does matter. It's Finishing two games back. Fifth in their own conference. I think. I think Mississippi State is the biggest disappointment of this decade. Oh, oh, probably of college of baseball this decade. Yeah, probably since Super Regionals around '99. There's. I don't think there's ever been a team to win a national championship and then the next year not make their conference tournament. That That's is I, something, dude. It's almost uh, impossible to do. It's almost impossible. <laughs> please tweet at us if there had been a team that had missed the post, not even regional, missed their own conference tournament the year after winning the national championship. I don't know the answer to you. No, and I, and so to compare it, I think Mississippi State would have had a disappointing year if they would have just missed the regionals. Now you take it a step further. You miss your own conference tournament. That that doubles down, dude. That's bad. Um, a couple other disappointing seasons that I can just think of off the top of my head. Um, Dallas Baptist, I, I, I hinted at it. They were, they played a tough schedule. Their RPI is good, but dude, they lost so many series in their own conference that were just pretty disappointing. But I yeah. still think Mississippi State is the biggest. Oh, there's no question. No, there's no decade. question or debate. We can play this whole skip, uh, skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith back and forth if we want, but nobody's going to win an argument for anything other than Mississippi State. They went from the top of the top to the bottom of the bottom within nine They months. had a lot of returning players. Yes, Landon Sims got hurt, but, dude, that doesn't, that's not an excuse to freaking miss Hoover. That is yeah. not an excuse. You added a great grad transfer in R.J. Yeager, who ended up being what? One of their best hitters, if not. I mean, he's he's going to be first team. Yeah, he's going to be first team All SEC at eighteen postseason. I mean, eight. It was like eighteen SEC home runs. It was nuts. Um, so biggest disappointment with Mississippi State. I, no I think we can agree on that. Your my biggest my biggest surprise was Virginia Tech. What'd you pick, Virginia Tech? I mean, I think Virginia Tech or Texas A and M. They're one like one A one B. Okay, here's my next question. Your biggest, your favorite moment from the season. I'm putting you on the spot. I haven't even thought about this either. Yeah. So the, my favorite moment of the season, gosh, man, there's been, there's been a few. I mean, the Tristan Stivers horns down was legendary um, for when Texas State beat Texas, just because we saw the game before that, because um, they played that Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday in San Marcos, Wednesday in uh, Austin, and Tuesday got chippy back and forth with the fans and Texas, you know, chirping at Texas State's fans. And then Texas State showed up the next day and just shut them down. Um, that that one goes up just for like emotional purposes. But God, best moments of the season, um, man. I wish you would give me some time to prep. I would have came up with a much better answer. No, dude, on the spot is fun. Yeah, this is fun. Um, I'm going back into my my files in my head. Uh, let's see. I I liked. Dude, I don't know. I 
Now, now I'm having a hard time just remembering anything from this season. I can't think of a single thing here, that here, happened. Here, here, here. We'll come back to you. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to give you three because. Well, can we? I, can I say the 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 raccoon? That was pretty cool. So, so okay. So here are my three favorite moments from the season. And don't get me wrong. There's more that I could be forgetting. Tristan Stivers horn down. Jordan Thompson walk off home run in the Shriners Classic. Uh, that was sweet. Yeah. That was an electric moment. Big Lee Stadium, MLB was still locked out. Freaking packed out crowd, LSU versus Texas, right? Right. No, no, no. It was LSU versus Baylor. Baylor. Was it? No. Was it yeah, Baylor, it was Baylor or Oklahoma? I think it was Baylor. I think it was Oklahoma. Either way, electric walk-off home run into the train tracks at um, Minute Maid Park. And then my other favorite... I was gonna say the raccoon, but you brought it up. So it's what about the cool. rally? The rally tits is that your favorite? Rally boobs. But, but see, that was just that was only a favorite amongst like us. Like that wasn't really a very public. But I think the raccoon, great moment. Um, so those are my three. And honestly, we really should have prepped for this because I think we could have came up with like a, a very <laughs> no, no, solid no, it's okay. The, how about another, how about Kenny Oyama hitting a home run? That was sick. That was a great moment. Um, I was going to say the sweep. Oh, my God. Who were they playing? I can help you out if you give me some lifeline here. What, what, are, we, what are we talking about here? Um, so there was a sweep this year that was just super huge. Oh, my God. Now, there was plenty. What? I know. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. The Oklahoma State sweep was pretty massive. Mm-hmm. That Griffin Dorshing home run to put the grand slam to put him ahead to, for the sweep. That was a pretty big moment. Um, oh, oh, Tony Vitello's hip, the hip thrusting bump with another <laughs> one of my favorite moments this year. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Mike Concho, Tony Vitello, and Mike Concho post game or in game. Uh, oh, here's 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 one that I have. Uh, what about Tommy White's first eight games of the season? Great. Uh, Des catching a, Des catching a uh, foul ball at the Texas game barehanded. That was fun. Um. Okay. If you want to, if we're getting a little like carried away like that, I would say Trey Faltin walking into Minute Maid Park. With his boombox. Boombox, yep. Um, what about when Louisville played Michigan in the snow? Another good one. That was a that was a big time moment. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think like first three weeks of the year. Dude, there's just been my brain has great just I think, I think I think we kind of nailed the top like five or six. So I wish I could just go in and just search like most viral videos from this weekend, but um, <laughs> um but yes, I think we agree on for the most part our favorite moment. Um, biggest disappointment, Mississippi State. Biggest surprise, either A and M or Virginia Tech. Um, oh, here's a good moment from this year that it, it just hit me uh, when when Tennessee and Tennessee Tech played that Woodback game, and Tennessee Tech won. And I think that was moment. that was Tennessee's only second loss of the year at the time. They they were thirty and two at that point, or something along the lines there. Yeah. Um, 
I liked that one a lot. And then, uh, man, I, Griffin Dorshing's 500 foot homer. They're 513, 513 foot homer. That's yeah. about it. I mean, I, I'm sure there's plenty yeah. more out there, but I, if, if you're listening to this, tweet, tweet, out, you, tweet out your favorite moment from this year. Yeah, that's going to help us a lot. I mean, there's a, uh, I'm sure there's a lot we're missing. But anyway, so, um, Anything else from this weekend that really stood out? I mean, UCLA won two out of three against Oregon State, and they were just – I can't believe UCLA got swept by Washington two weeks before that because that just put a damper in our our, our wager. Um, LSU get um, smacking Vandy. Um, smack how about Vandy. this? How about the Missouri sweep? No, no. Georgia two out won of three. Two out of three, yep. Georgia won the, the last game. They blew it. Missouri, I think Missouri had like a 10-7 lead in the eighth or something. I think the Zeus swept, dude. No, because they finished 10 and 20 in the regular season. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, yeah they lost 11 to 10. They blew it. Yeah, Georgia scored two in the ninth. I remember now. They blew it. Okay, so okay, mm-hmm. still almost getting swept. Georgia went from Georgia went from a national seed to not even hosting in two weeks. Yeah. I think they still have a chance to host. It's just going to be tough. They have to win. Like they have a losing record in the SEC. They're not hosting. Uh, no, they have a 500 record. They're 15 and 15. Okay, you're right. The Mizzou game. Yep. Yeah, but I don't think they're hosting. Uh, how about North Carolina sweeping Florida State? Huge. This, this North Carolina team is is pretty freaking hot right now. They uh, they've Clemson. won eight in their last ten. Clemson needed literally they, they had no choice, but they had to sweep. They got the job done. They swept Boston College. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Oklahoma? Dude, we talked about it on the, we talked about it on the show that we found out during recording on Thursday's podcast that if Oklahoma swept Texas Tech, um, they were gonna be they would have won the tiebreaker and won the Big Twelve out of nowhere. Um, out of nowhere. And, and they, they won the first it. two they won the first two games and everybody was scratching their heads like uh, is this really going to happen? And, you know, they lost on Saturday, but, uh, I mean, it was, a, it was definitely entertaining to watch. They, Oklahoma's a lot better than I thought they were. I'll, I'll give them that. They, they play a lot better baseball than I, I thought they I mean, would. I mean, they, they can hit Peyton Graham, just to name one of many, can rake. Um, so, hey, that Big 12 tournament will be fun. We'll get to that later. Oh, let, let's rewind a little bit. Go back to the LSU Vandy series. I need to tell you guys why I hate. I literally hate Vanderbilt so much. <laughs> Vanderbilt's dead to Dimitri. So, for, so obviously Thursday, I'm like, hey Ben, I'm gonna put Vanderbilt money line in my parlay. They should they should win the opener. I'm not saying they win the series, but I think they should win the opener. No, they lost. So it's like, damn it. Okay, whatever. Saturday rolls around. I'm looking at the lines. I'm looking. I'm looking. And it had Vanderbilt LSU still up. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. Vandy's up 6 nothing in the second inning. Holy shit, I'm hammering that. So I put $150 on Vanderbilt money line with a 6 nothing lead. So imagine betting on something, knowing a team is up 6 nothing. You think that's the lock of the century. So obviously, I put 150 bucks on it. I'm so glad I didn't put more. Vanderbilt ended up blowing that game. 
they they blew a six nothing lead. They blew an eight to four lead, and, <laughs> and they ended up losing. Dude, they ended up. I texted Ben. I said, Ben, 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 hurry up, dude, hurry up. Thank get, God get, it get, was. Thank God it was my birthday, and I was doing uh like like I was hanging out with my wife's family and stuff, and like not around my phone, because I would have done the exact same thing. I, I probably would have put four hundred dollars on. <laughs> and it's up six to nothing. Your Vanderbilt at home. No way you're losing this game. <laughs> and and to, to, to not get swept. Like that, you think mm-hmm. that is the biggest lock. And sure enough, Vanderbilt loses 18 to 9, no. 18 to 10. They get their Tw- story. 21 their, to 10. 21 to 21 10. 21 to 10. They got their doors blown off. And I had a I got spotted a six-run lead. <laughs> and I still lost it. Vanderbilt, I'm sorry. And I don't like I've been trying to like keep my language clean, but fuck you, Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of our <laughs> listeners would agree with that too. Oh man, dude, yeah. I mean, I, I'm so glad that it went away before I was able to 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 put a bet on it because six nothing lead. You're Vanderbilt at home, avoiding getting swept. Everything lined up. Like this that would have been the easiest bet of all time, and they freaking ben, screwed you over. For, am I a mush for that? No, it's not your fault. <laughs> like that's a Vanderbilt much. problem. It's not a you problem. <laughs> Oh my God, dude! Damn it, Vanderbilt! I hate you so much now. Yeah. Um, the uh, the only other thing I can think of this weekend was that uh, Texas A&M Ole Miss series. That was a Ole Miss was hot. They won like seven straight SEC games going into that series, and Dylan Rock kind of made and and someone put it on the Wikipedia page. The catcher for Texas A&M, Dylan Rock, uh, as the mayor of Oxford because of the the weekend he had. I mean, he barreled everything up and and was just an automatic extra base hit. It felt like that series. Hey, what else did Dylan rock do this year? He also did the horns down against Texas in the midweek. Get go ahead. Three run grand slam. I think it was, uh-huh. he went way off front on the breaking ball, grand slam at the dish to beat Texas. in that midweek stepped on home plate, dropped the horn down on him. Um, that was another great moment this year. Yeah. So Dylan rock, have yourself, have yourself a, a weekend. Yeah. Um, and, I think I think A and M winning that series against a hot Ole Miss team should convince me, like made me comfortable saying that they're legit. If you're a Texas A M fan, you might as well buy your Omaha tickets now because that, that's an Omaha club, and and I was so wrong on them for most of the year. I didn't think that they were very talented, and uh, hey, they, they shout finished out to Mike year early. Night. Mike Early needs to get hired as a head coach immediately with all these head coach openings open. Like if I'm Tulane, I'm begging for Michael Early, who was our first coach interview on this podcast ever back in 2019 when he was at Arizona State. Um, it, I'm, I'm hiring him as my head coach because that guy is a, like just a proven, incredible coach. And, and him and Schloss Nagel. And made him it, legit. Yeah, he did. And they finished the regular season 19 and 11 in SEC play. Never in a million years would I ever have thought that was going to happen this season. And it did. Um, hey, did Mike or I think Early had one daughter, right, Ben? I have no idea about. Yeah, he, had, he had he had three kids. I think he if he let's just I'm assuming he had one daughter. He had three kids: the brass, the Bash Bros at Arizona State, and his daughter. And he is a offensive guru. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, but I mean, he still uh, he still follows the page and he likes and retweets some of our stuff. So we're big Michael Early guys here, and and I, dude, he needs to get hired as a head coach. I'll say it one more time. He does. has to happen. Uh, anyways, the other things that happened this weekend, kind of like I expected to happen. Um, Texas dominated Kansas. Um, 
Southern Miss played their way back into a hosting picture. Slow, slow down. Ivan Melendez, three homers away from. Oh, that's right. I just skipped right over that. Yeah, he's at 28, and the he's BB core record is 31 by Chris Bryant. So if Texas just plays, I think he's going to need about eight more games. So we'll say three in the conference tournament, and then at least three or four in a regional. Let's just say two in a regional minimum, two in a regional, and two. That's if, four, four games. Four, four. Hey, by the way, so Melendez had 28 home runs in 100, I think it's 198, maybe 200 at bat. It Brian is, had 228. Yeah, it's stupid. Dude, Ivan Melendez has locked up the Golden Spikes 100%. No, nobody else. Nobody else. It's not even close. Uh, and props to you and Stoney. The episode that we uh, we did preseason where we did our um, Golden Spikes projections, both of you guys said Ivan Melendez. And uh, I tried to talk you guys out of it. I was like, I don't even know if he's going to be the best player on his own team. And uh, 28 homers later, he's he's hey, a lot. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna toot my own horn here because I don't even I told you this pre-show. I don't even remember picking him. When you told me that, I was like, oh well, damn, I look smart now, but I don't remember that to be honest. So yeah, just play it guys, off. I don't play know what cool. made me pick him, but I picked him. So hey, yay me! Like yay <laughs> me, I guess. And uh, I'll, I'll say one more thing from that preseason show. I went back and listened. The uh, Stoney also picked Texas A&M to win the SEC, which was kind of wild because we were we were giving them a lot of crap for that. Um, but anyways, the uh, I mean Georgetown swept UConn. We've already talked about that. Maryland swept uh, Purdue. Now the Baylor Oklahoma State series was a little weird. Uh, Oklahoma State I thought would bounce back and and win the series, but they lost the first game and they had to come back and win. The uh, the third game they scored like seven unanswered. Yep, seven unanswered on on Saturday. But I don't know if Oklahoma State's just hitting a rough patch, but definitely a team that I think has national championship potential. Uh, they just have looked bad against Texas Tech and Baylor. That's all. Hey, let's rewind back to the Big Twelve. I don't. Did you hear about the storyline? So Sunday's game between Purdue and Maryland got canceled. That's Big Ten, not Big Twelve. But go ahead. I do this every episode. I always do this. <laughs> Big 10, Big 12, Big 10, Big 12, Big 10, Northern schools, bad conference, Big 12, good schools. Okay. Big 10. Maryland and Purdue, Sunday game got canceled. Hear me out on here. This 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 is kind of the stuff that goes back to canceling games because RPI. Nebraska won their game. Purdue canceling that game put them in the Big 10 tournament. We could, I think oh, it's safe. I saw that. Yes, I think it's safe to assume Maryland would have smacked Purdue again. Yes, one hundred percent. I think it would have been safe to assume Maryland wins that game. Nebraska would have made the Big Ten tournament. Instead, it got canceled. And according to the Twitter bots, it was sunny and it was very playable. That game was very playable, but they dragged out the delay pregame to I think it was like 1.30, and they had to leave by – they had to be on the road by like 5 o'clock for their flight. So they banged the game. And Purdue made the Big Ten tournament in Omaha, and Nebraska misses the cut. That's and, so bad, dude. Wow. Like, I, I, don't, I, I don't like assuming things, but that's just too – that's just too um, – There's the a difference between – there's a difference between canceling a midweek game that you never show up to just because of weather. But – 
canceling a conference game, and especially the last game of the year, in a, in a circumstance where you have a chance to m- you like, to miss the game, you have to play it. You have to play it. I mean, you have to play it because now Nebraska didn't even make the tournament. And, like, I mean, hey, I picked Nebraska to win the Big Ten. Boy, could I be more wrong? Could I be more wrong? Yeah. Well, I picked Indiana. So they made the tournament. Nebraska. No, no, actually, no, no, I did not. I picked, I picked Nebraska too. And no, you picked Indiana. I, I went back and listened to the episode. You and Des picked Indiana. Me and Stoney picked Nebraska. I remember. You can look at the graphic if you want. I 100% picked Nebraska, Ben. No, you did not, dude. All right, I'm about to pull up this picture here. Hold on. Oh, the picture. We have a picture of the graphic that we did. Um, Hold on. Give me three seconds. All right, I'm going through, going through. Found this right here. Conference champs. Me and me and Stoney picked Nebraska. You and Des picked Indiana. I don't know if you can see that. Interesting. Or not. I can see it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm the I, dude. That feels like a year. That feels like not light so long ago. Here, you want me to read you our picks? They're pretty bad. All of them. Oh, they're they're we, so bad across the board. We, we all picked Dallas Baptist to win the Missouri Valley. Uh, that was all wrong. And so, Southern Illinois, the SIU Salukis, they won the Missouri Valley. Uh, we all picked ECU. They won the American, but it wasn't. That was as, easy. Yeah, but it wasn't as pretty as we thought it would be. Uh, you and Stoney both picked UC Santa Barbara to win the Big West. Yep. That's correct. I picked Long Beach, and Des picked UC Irvine. The Sun Belt, we all missed. You, me, and Stoney picked Coastal Carolina. Des picked uh, Louisiana. Hey, Coastal would have been the right pick if it just wasn't for Texas State this year. Well, and Georgia Southern. Yeah, but Coastal, I think, ended up being right next to Southern. Yeah. Um, Conference USA, Des picked Rice. Me and Stoney picked Louisiana Tech. You picked Charlotte. Uh, And then, of course, Southern Miss won that one. Big Ten, we just went over. Pac-12, you picked UCLA, Dimitri. I like like UCLA. People might think I don't like because of our bet. That's just a pure... Doesn't matter who Jersey is. You said they were going to be announced. Yes, they know the hell they weren't. Yes. I'm still. Lo- I, I'm always been a UCLA fan. Um, and then Stony picked Oregon State. I got this one right. I picked Stanford, and then Des picked Oregon. Uh, ACC. Uh, Wait, I picked Oregon State, right? No, you picked you, UCLA. Oh, we just talked about it. I'm an yeah. idiot. ACC. None of us got it right. You picked Virginia. Stony picked Notre Dame. I picked Florida State, and Des picked NC State. Big 12, none of us got it right. Uh, me, Des, and Stoney picked Texas. You picked uh, – pew, pew. <laughs> Remember when you did the, like, the pew, pew, and we're like, oh, Texas Tech? You're like, no, it's Oklahoma State. Uh, so you picked Oklahoma State. And, then and the- I, that should be a right pick, those bastards. <laughs> uh, the SEC, me and Des picked LSU. Stoney picked Texas A&M, and you picked Ole Miss. And, hey – you want to know who our Omaha 8s are? This is gets interesting. So preseason, your Omaha 8. I'll, I'll just do you and me. We, we don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Why are we doing it. them? Um, uh, so you had Arkansas, Texas Tech, LSU, Oregon State, UCLA, Dallas Baptist, Florida, Miami. Not terrible. They're all going to make the tournament. I have. Hey, hold on. Before we get to your. I, I still kind of like those picks. Yeah, they're not bad. I still kind of like them. As long as Florida didn't go to Coral Gable, it's alive. 
I have East Carolina, LSU, Stanford, Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana Tech, Florida State, Georgia Tech. So I not bad either. Yeah, it's bad, dude. Uh, Louisiana Tech's wow. not going. Georgia Tech's not going. East Carolina's not going. You were just talking about how you kind of like Georgia Tech as a three seed. Yeah, I know, but they're not going to go to as to get to a super regional. But then they would get matched up against Tennessee in that bracket, like the D one baseball. They're not beating Tennessee. No shot. I don't know if they're the team that can keep up with Tennessee offensively. It would be Georgia Tech. That's yeah, that's a good point. But um, anyways, our preseason projections weren't terrible, but um, they weren't great either. Anyways, no, but hey, LSU should have you feeling somewhat optimistic. I they think so like, too. They look yeah. like a top ten team this weekend. Yeah. Now, what's what's crazy about the uh, the D one baseball projections for the regionals? There's no Mississippi State regional, no Arkansas regional, no LSU regional. Um, and there was an, there was two other. No, honestly, East Carolina started becoming a normal thing. Yeah. No East Carolina because they always. You're right. They've been hosting recently. No Texas. No Texas Tech. It's weird, man. Different times. This but it's year. a good thing. It's a good thing for the sport. Change yeah. up the host. It's a good thing for the sport. It's, it's because college football is the same four teams every year. Baseball, we're, we're, it, it, it's, not, it's, not predict, it's not that predictable. So it's a good thing for the sport. I agree. I agree. Um, anyways, you want to get into these conference ch- uh, tournament picks? Because I think that's what I've been looking forward to all episode. <laughs> I want to spit out so some how knowledge. Do you want to do this? How do you want to do this? Do you want to like talk about each conference and kind of say just I'm talking just little sprinkle here and there about what some of these teams need to do? Like, what? Do, how do you want to do this? Yeah, I think well, people would be curious to hear our opinions on what, for example, what Florida might need to do to get a hosting spot. Yeah, that's what, what we're gonna do. We're gonna go conference by conference, and then we'll so we'll talk about like maybe what the conference tournament looks like. You know how it's structured. And, yep. um, you know, if there's any at-large teams and if there's any teams on the bubble to host, uh, we'll fill it out. We, we, I think we're going to do a good job at this. But so we'll just start at, at, at A. Uh, there's 28 conference tournaments. This Well, there's 28 conferences that need a at, uh, automatic bid. They're not all tournaments. Like, for example, the uh, Southland is not a tournament. They played their tournament this week, and then it's a best two out of three this weekend for the the two we winners. We were texting about that. We we really we're fans of that. Yeah, let's um yeah. Before we do it, let's just describe the way that I think this should be the the model for all conference. Two weeks not teams don't have the time to do that. Well, only two teams have to worry about two weeks. Anyway, mm-hmm. so it, the the way the Southland does it, I'll let I'll let our listeners form their own opinion. So instead of one week where it's top 12 teams or top eight teams, top four teams, whatever it is, they, they go top eight teams in the conference split into two brackets, a double elimination, f- four teams play a double elimination, four teams play a double elimination. The winner of each bracket then comes, goes around the next week and plays a three game series. And I like it. I think every conference tournament should be like that because what happens is when you're in game four or five, possibly even six, of a normal conference tournament, you're throwing guys that haven't thrown all year. You're not getting the best, and uh, you're not getting you're not playing with the guys that you're not pitching with the guys that got you that into that position. So what happens? And maybe I'm a little biased because it was a negative thing that happened to me when I was at Mercer. Um, you, you're playing a team that you're better than in a three game series, but they only have to beat you once or maybe twice uh, with your number four on the mound and their number four or five on the mound. 
instead of your number one, two, and three. So I think this is a new age of conference tournaments. I really like it. So, like, for example, Southeast Louisiana is playing against McNeese State in a three-game series this weekend, and they're going to throw their number one, two, and three, four, five, six pitchers. Like, they're going to throw everybody to try to get that automatic qualifier. Um, I'd like to see a lot more tournaments go this way. I know it takes two weeks, but who cares? What if, I mean, here's just a hype. What if you did this? And I, I'm not saying I like it. I'm just throwing shit out there so we can just come discuss. What if the top two team, never mind. I'm not even going to bring it up because I hate it. I, I hate it. But I'll just okay. say it. Top two teams from every conference play a three-game series championship. I know it removed, it, it doesn't give some of these Cinderella teams a chance to win. So you like the I, Ivy League format. That's what the Ivy League does. It, they do. But see, like, for the SEC, for example, if Tennessee and Texas stay and play three-game series with automatic bid, so what? They don't need that bid, you know? So yeah. that's why, like, I like giving teams that had a bad season a chance to just get hot and turn their whole season around. I mean, well, yeah, can, and then it, it gives them something, like, meaningful to play for down the stretch, though, too. And so, true, but – yeah, so I, I don't even know why I brought that up. It's a bad idea. I don't like it. Well, so, all right. Well, before we go into these conference uh, tournament picks, there's already been three automatic qualifiers. Dimitri's been doing the automatic qualifier tracking graphic. So we have Coppin State wins a miracle um, in the MIAC against Delaware State. And they had to come back twice to win it. But, boy, so Coppin State's making their first ever regional appearance as a school. So congrats I thought, to them. I thought it was their first since 1995. No, it's first one ever. Maybe, maybe I I thought it was ninety five, but no, it's their first one ever. I saw that. I saw. I think it was D one baseball <laughs> tweeted it out. D one baseball also said it was their first since nineteen ninety five. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check you here. I've been wrong twice already. Check, fact check me, please fact check me. I would like to know. So I'm on the uh, 2022 postseason automatic big bid tracker, and it says. Their first appearance ever in a regional. It says the letters F I R S T, which spells first. <laughs> what did that spell? <laughs> Firest. So you can look it up. You can try to fact check me, but I'm just going off with D1 baseball reports. Um, and then the. Okay. Uh, I, oh, Here you go. This is what I. This is. Okay. Compensate turned promise into reality, winning. First MEAC title since 1995 to earn automatic bid to NCAA regional. I think that's a misleading quote there. They might have won the uh, the regular season title or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, definitely not a baseball school by any means. But, yeah, congrats to them. They, uh, they're they going to be in the Tennessee regional, so good luck. Oh, my God. That was their athletic department's first conference title since 2008 since their basketball team beat Morgan State. They haven't had a conference championship since 20, 2008. No offense to Coppin State, but they need to do what Savannah State did and just drop down to D2. Like, if you're I not mean, winning conference tournament or conference championships in any sport, what are you even doing? I mean, that is a special win. Yeah. Now they get to go face Tennessee on a Friday night in Knoxville. <laughs> they might lose I by 30. Eight. They I might responded. lose by 30. I responded to a tweet. I said, have fun in Knoxville, Tennessee. And their account their account liked it. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't think yeah. they realize what I mean. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> you were being very sarcastic. I know, <laughs> but it's the truth. They're going to be the worst team in this tournament. So, um, anyways, uh, Columbia beat. So let's talk about the Ivy League just real quick. I, Columbia and Penn played a best two out of three series this weekend. We talked about it on Thursday. How I hated the doubleheader on Saturday. Play one Sunday. game for, or Sunday. Yeah, one one game on Saturday, two on Sunday. And Why I, not Friday, Thursday, Sunday. That, well, it's because Ivy League doesn't like missing school uh, or whatever. Um, and anyway, so I, I, I expressed my displeasure with the, the double header because you can win Friday, but if you're not the better team – or I'm sorry, if you win on Saturday, but you're not the better team on Sunday, you're going to lose both. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Penn boat raced Columbia on Saturday. Just beat them – I don't remember the final score. 17-4. Yeah, it was, it was bad. 17-4. And then Columbia comes and wins two games today, and now they're the automatic qualifier. Um, and and Penn might be on the bubble, maybe slightly. It's it's going to be close, but they do have a series win against Texas A and M on the road, which I think is going to speak volumes there. I would like to see no, two. Penn is out. Fifty three RPI. They dropped five spots today. Ah, uh, that's tough. That's tough. Um, but anyways, I, I just think they need they need to fix that tournament. You can't have a doubleheader deciding who's going to make it to the regionals. I think that's dumb. Anyways, uh, and then, of course, the Big West is locked up. It's been locked up for like two weeks now. Santa Barbara punched their ticket. Uh, that's a really – that's a damn good club right there. They're going to be – they're going to make some noise out west in a regional. They could, they could get to a super regional very easily. Very, very easily. But with all that said – Let's go. Uh, let's go conference by conference, and uh, we'll start here with the American. American conference was won, of course, by East Carolina. Right? They had a four-game lead over Houston, who was in second place. And uh, I, I've already talked about how I don't think this conference is very good. And but uh, with that being said. 2021, South Florida won the conference. 2019, Cincinnati won the conference. So this is a conference tournament that has seen teams come out of nowhere and win. And I think they play down in uh, Clearwater, Clearwater, Florida. At the Phillies. At the Phillies. Yeah. Um, spring so, training stadium. Pro ballpark, different environment than, uh, you know. Warm weather. The, warm weather. Most of these teams have been playing. So, um, I mean, it's seeded one through eight. I, all eight teams make it. And... I think it starts on Wednesday, uh, and I should have this pulled up Tuesday. already. It starts it... on Tuesday, Tulane, Cincinnati. So if you go by seeding, East Carolina versus South Florida, Tulane versus Cincinnati, the five and four game, Memphis, UCF, UCF finished runner up, and then number three, Houston, Wichita. And then the losers of all those games match up on Wednesday. The winners get a day off and they play Thursday. And then, um, if you win that Thursday game, you get a day off Friday and you play mm -hmm. Saturday. So technically you can play two, you, four games, basically four, you have to win four to win the tournament. Yeah. And um, uh, I mean, it's going to be a mess, man. I don't think any of these teams have four good starting pitchers. Uh, it's going to come down to who's just playing the best. And when I look at the conference standings mm -hmm. here, East Carolina's 10 and 0 in their last 10 games. And, the only other team above 500 in their last 10 is Wichita State, who's the seven seed, right? And uh, they're six and four in their last 10. All right, Ben. So let's fire off some picks. I'm going to go here. I'm going to say 
I'm going to say East Carolina continues to win. They they actually have to win this tournament to feel like super comfortable and potentially even they're 25 RPI. They could get no, they're their way. In. they're in. I know, but they could get their way into a regional host, maybe potentially, maybe depending on what some other schools do. But if I'm East Carolina and I'm trying to get to Omaha, you got to win this conference tournament because right now you're projected to go to the Knoxville Regional as the two seed. So you want to avoid that at all costs. Uh, <laughs> I'll take I'll take the Pirates to win the tournament. I think this is a weird year for them, and I think they're going to end up out slugging teams. Give me the Houston Cougars. I love that first game against Wichita. Day off. They play the winner in Memphis and UCF. Um, UCF will quote unquote be home. They're, I mean, 45 minute drive from Orlando, hour drive. Um, so they're going to be close to home. But give me, give me Houston in this tournament. They play the night game. They play, if they win, they play the night game on Thursday. Then if they win that, yeah, dude. Then they play the afternoon game on Saturday. They're t- they got the good time, Ben. East Carolina played the noon game on Tuesday. If they win that, they play the one o'clock game. It's gonna be scorching hot in Clearwater. Houston gets the night game if, if they win. So give me Houston. All right. I like that. Now, this dude, Wichita State has beaten Texas A&M this year. They've beaten Oklahoma State. Or sorry, Oklahoma. They swept Tulane. Eh, sneaky good for a seven seed. If if I had to make a super underdog pick, I would take Wichita State. But uh, I don't hate the Houston pick there. Hey, I love taking the teams that get the good time slot. It matters. What, so it might, describe what you mean by good time slot. You, if Like, okay. For example, Tulane Cincinnati open up the tournament at 9 a.m. I'm sorry, but that's not your true team. The, the better team doesn't always win at 9 a.m. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yep. And then if they win that game, the so winner of game one, play the 1 o'clock on Thursday. Scorching hot. Yes, they get a day off, but still, scorching hot. East Carolina USF, they play that's the winner at 1 o'clock. And then the other two games play at 47 minutes. So they're going to play about five o'clock. Yeah. About five okay. O'clock. They get the evening game. If they win that, they play the evening game or the mid, like late afternoon game on Saturday. So give me, I'm, I'm, I already said it, Houston. Houston, because of the time slot. That's fair. Um, so now we have the American East, and this is the top six teams make the tournament, and the one and the two seeds get a bye. So it, it looks like this. So UMass Lowell versus UMBC, and then NJIT versus Hartford. Um, those are the first games on Wednesday. And then Thursday, Maine and Binghamton both get a, uh, a first-round bye, which I think is huge in conference tournaments, and I, and I love it um, because these two teams have earned a bye. They, they were the two best teams in the regular season. And uh, it looks like just double elimination from there. So between Maine, Binghamton, UMass, Lowell, um, UMBC, Did you say Lowell or Lowell? Lowell. Uh, Lowell. I don't know how to pronounce it. UMass Lowell. Uh, UMBC, NJIT, and Lowell. Hartford. I think I'm going to go here with, uh, you know, Binghamton. It's kind of. Who are you going with here? This is tough. Uh, Binghamton somehow got the. Oh, it's because Stony Brook, Stony Brook is, is not. Disqualified. Dude, wow, I forgot about that. Stony Brook is disqualified this year because their coach got in a fight with the umpire, a fist fight. Um, 
last year in the conference tournament. I'm not saying you ever are, um, what's the word? And not entitled, but you're never in the right position to punch an umpire. Like he thought they were getting paid to do his job. Like, Like you don't punch him. But it was it was an awful it was an awful call where they canceled the game and gave mm-hmm. the automatic bid to New J- NJIT bullshit. But you can't punch an umpire. No, so. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, you can't do that. Um, let's see. So I, I'll, I'll take. Uh, I'll take. Man, I hate going chalk again. I'll, I'll take Maine. They're the one seed. They're. 26 and 20, but they're the best team in this conference all year. They were 21 and nine in the conference play. No, they only have one quadrant one win as a uh, as a conference, and that was Binghamton. And they're 19 and 28 this year. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the main Black Bears, who used to be a powerhouse in uh, back in like the 80s. They were always a College World Series team, which was weird. Who Maine? Yeah, I take Maine here. Okay, so I'm going to go with, I think Maine is the best team. I mean, nobody else is even close. And in a conference like this, when you're, I mean, mm, I'll give you, I think here's my championship, I think, is going to be, My championship would probably be NJIT Maine, and Maine takes it. Give me Maine. All right, so we're both going Maine there. Hey, do you know their mascot? Who, Maine? I just said it. The Black Bears. I literally just said it. Um, Well, (laughs) I I didn't. It's all good. um, I missed that. It's all good. Um, Next one here, we have the Atlantic 10. This one, regular season, was won by Davidson. And uh, VCU was a game back, and then it's like five and a half games from there on out separation. The uh, the Atlantic Ten, uh, let's see, tournament is at Davison College. They're hosting it. Yeah, so the, I don't know if it's like the winner gets to host it or if it's uh, a rotating. Yeah, if it's I, a rotating. I think thing. the winner hosts. Let's see. <clears throat> Yeah, it doesn't tell me here on this page. But the, Davidson does get a bye. They get the only bye here. Seven teams make it. It's Davidson gets the winner of Rhode Island, George Mason, and then St. Louis, jo- St. Joseph's play, and VCU, Richmond play. I think this conference tournament might have a little, sh- like, razzle-dazzle into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this one might just go super un- – like, the team that you will never expect to win – wins it uh, now vcu has won 11 straight games and that's actually very much distracting me from making my pick because i want to take them they're they're hot right now they're playing wow they're playing really well ford quadrant one wins i'll take vcu give me the rams but i think i will put it on the record i think this is going to be a chaotic conference tournament george mason might be in the championship i don't know And my winner was down to Rhode Island and VCU. You like I mean, the Rams? Rhode, huh? You like the Rams? Rhode Island is what? What are they? They're, they're the both oh, VCU Rams and Rhode Island Rams. They're both the Rams. 
I think the Rams <laughs> wins this time. That's why, that's why I said you like the Rams. <laughs> I, I, I was like, wait a minute. Is he, oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, let me see what this bracket looks like. They, Rhode Island played at noon, Tuesday and Wednesday, back to back, middle of the day game. You're tired. Um, VCU gets the night game and the afternoon game. Dude, VCU's got the, and then Friday at noon. Hey, if they, if, if Rhode Island wants to win, they have to win three straight noon game, four straight noon game. If Davidson noon noon seven, give me give me VCU. Oh wait 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 wait, Richmond is not bad either. No, not Richmond, not Richmond. I'm thinking somebody else, James Madison. Yeah, give me VCU. VCU, okay. All right. Um, ACC hey, what do you think is- about this? One seed always have that little extra pressure on them in conference tournament. Oh, believe me, I know. I was a one seed both years at Mercer, <laughs> and we didn't win the conference tournament either year. It's- one seed, one seed, you have this weird little pressure, and it sucks. Dude, it's pressure, and then I don't want to be this guy, but, dude, I feel like the umpires are doing everything they can not to let the one seed Oh, in. stop. Dude, oh, I'm stop. being serious. There was a stop lot of it. questionable calls that did not go our way. All right, next one. Hey, I said I didn't want to be that guy. I wasn't that guy. I just wanted to you throw were it out that guy. You were that guy without trying to be that guy. Yeah, not that guy, pal. Um, so the next two conferences, the ACC and the ASUN, are both really, really weird um, structures. They're, they're pools. They're not double elimination. Uh, the ACC has four pools of three teams, so the top twelve make it, and uh, and then the winner of each pool make the semifinals, and then the uh, of course the semifinals leads to the finals there. Um, so you're guaranteed two games, and, and I, I know why they do it as the ACC. Give me a second. I'm gonna sit on the floor. My chair is so uncomfortable. I need a new new chair. Anyways, <laughs> so I'm sitting on the floor now, really thinking. The, uh, anyway, so I know why the ACC does the pools is because they want to guarantee teams two games and maybe build up their RPIs and get more teams into the actual tournament. Because if you're in the ACC and you haven't built up a resume yet, like you, you, you got one yeah, last but, chance. Yeah, but it also saves pitching. It also creates, you know, some quality thing. But at the same time, dude, you give the opportunity of meaningless game, which is so yeah. just against my. It's so against. European soccer. It's so European soccer. Uh, meaningless games suck, and and they're never fun to watch. But anyway, so I mean, the the pools are broken down into. I just had it pulled up. Dimitri, do you have it pulled up right now? Yeah, I have the ACC. Read the ACC pools because I I just exited out of that page. So, so the ACC pools are going to be Pool A is Virginia Tech, Clemson. And North Carolina. Yep. Pool B is Louisville, Wake Forest. Nope, nope, nope. I mean, Louisville, I mean I'm Georgia sorry, Tech sorry, and Georgia Pitt. Tech and Pitt. And then the Pool C is Miami, Wake Forest, and NC State. And then Pool D is Virginia, is Notre Dame, Virginia, and Florida State. Yeah. So. Uh, w- we don't have to go through our pool winners necessarily. Um, I mean, if you're going to try to formulate your winner, you kind of just got to go through it. Like, like here, I'll do this. I'll do this. Louisville, Pitt, and Georgia Tech in a regional. I like Pitt's chances to win that regional or that pool. Pool B. That is, is pool B. Louisville, 
Um, Louisville, Georgia Tech. Oh, my Pitt. God, dude. Oh, my God. I'm all over the map. Virginia Tech, Clemson, and North Carolina. I like the winner of that Clemson-North Carolina game to win that pool. I like North. So I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. I'm taking North Carolina to win the whole ACC tournament. Last year we saw Duke, who was playing great um, leading up to the tournament, continue to carry on and win the tournament. North Carolina is is kind of pieced together a pretty strong um, last few weeks of the season. And uh, I like them in Durham this week. And uh, no, Charlotte. They're in Charlotte this week. Sorry. The, the tournament's in Charlotte, North Carolina, not Durham anymore. But um, yeah, I mean, I think I think North Carolina kind of fits the mold of a team that has, uh, you know, they have pieces offensively, they have pieces pitching, and when they put it together, they're they're a tough team to beat. They play very fundamentally sound baseball. They don't beat themselves. So I like North Carolina to win the whole thing after looking at the bracket. But yeah, I think Virginia Tech's not going to be motivated. They kind of see the the clippings already that they're going to be a national seed pretty much automatically. Um, so they're not going to be as motivated. Now, Clemson's interesting. I think Clemson could do what Duke did last year and uh, continue a hot streak into the conference tournament. But when it comes down to North Carolina and and Clemson, I'm taking North Carolina there. So fun fact about the ACC tournament before I make my pick. Since 2015 or 2016, there's zero repeat champion. So you've had seven individual winners. No team's won it twice, right? That's what you mean? Yeah, no repeat winners. So who who hasn't won it yet? And then we're gonna we're gonna get an I'm eighth in a row. To, I'm about to tell you. Well, I know Duke won it last year, and then in 2019, I think Georgia, Miami won it. Um, Georgia Tech won it. They beat Miami in the championship. I think. Um, hold on. So I'll tell you. Um, Please enlighten me. Why? Why? I just want to look at the conference baseball tournament champions by year. Here we go. 2021 Duke, 2019 North Carolina. Uh, there goes my pick. 2018 <laughs> Florida State. Dude, why do I say that? I oh my god, I'm so wrong. Are I'm you giving honest. misinformation? I'm I'm giving misinformation, fake news. If this was around the horn, I would mute you right now. <laughs> mute, misinformation. Mute, mute, mute negative <laughs> Tony Reale is just muting and giving um, so 2018 Florida points. State, 2017 Florida State, 2016 Clemson, 2015 Florida State, 2014 Georgia Tech. So Florida State is your winner three out of those seven years. So They were also um, like the best team in the ACC at that time. And – that was that was at a different location. That was in Durham. So, um, Durham, Louisville, Durham, Charlotte. Yeah. So my pick, though, my pick to win the ACC tournament. So if you if you just hypothetically say think you're you're saying um, North Carolina is going to win, that means they play the winner of Notre Dame, Florida State, and Virginia in the semifinal. That's fine. It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter who they play. Give me to win this ACC tournament. <sighs> you know what? Mm, this is tough because Carolina. Hey, hey, if they make the semifinal, Charlotte Durham is going to be packed with with baby blue. Oh, gonna no be- doubt going to be packed baby but you know what give me uh, 
Dampen. I really want to take Florida State here, but this past weekend really, really was not a good weekend. Yeah, but go back to your rules. Go back to your your fundamental rules of college baseball in 2022. What were they? You opened the show with it. No, no. You opened the show with it. Inconsistency. Yes. You know what? Give me me, me freaking (laughs) Florida State to win this tournament. Yeah. Um, It wouldn't shock me at all. They – I don't want to say they have a favorable matchup because that pool is pretty tough. But if they could just get out of that one, they they would play against the North winner Carolina, of Miami and or no, well, hold on. No, yes, yes, yes. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. They're they're pool D. Yes. So, anyways, um, with the ACC tournament though, there, it goes a little bit further than just picking a winner. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Um, it goes like there's teams Pitt and Clemson. Even NC State a little bit. They're uh, on the bubble. I mean, to make probably won't make the tournament. NC State's close, but Pitt and Clemson, I think, might be out right now. Clemson might be in, but it's close. They need strong showing. Yeah, those three teams definitely need strong showings. And then you have teams that are fighting for hosting spots and national seats. Uh, so there's going to be a lot on the line. There probably won't be any meaningless games, to be honest, because every every game here matters if you win. Uh, it'll boost your RPI. It'll boost your resume. Uh, so obviously, if there if it comes down to a a pool matchup where neither team can advance to the semifinals, that game's still going to be important to uh, to to show a team's at large or hosting ability or whatever the case may be. Um, so I took UNC and you took uh, Florida State. Is that right? Yep. All right. I'm writing all these down so we can make a yep. cool graphic. Right. Let's let's move to the next one. Yeah, so the A-Sun's even a weirder conference tournament. The A-Sun is two pools, and it's pool A and pool B. Pool A is seeds one through four. The two divisional winners are seeded one and two, and then three and four are based solely on NCAA RPI. So it doesn't matter what the uh, what they did in the regular season. What they did in the regular season. And then pool B is seeds five through eight, and it's the last four seeds, like the lower four RPI seeds. So it turns out to be um, like it starts Tuesday, 11 a.m., and there's two games going on. There's there's one at where uh, one's at Florida Gulf Coast Field and one's at JetBlue Park, which I think is a minor league stadium down there uh, in Fort Myers. The uh, so East Ken- Eastern Kentucky is playing North Florida at 11, and then Liberty and Florida Gulf Coast are playing at 11. And then Lipscomb is playing Kennesaw State at three, and Jacksonville is playing Jacksonville State, uh, which is weird, weird matchup at seven. And like basically the two pools happen, right? And then I think it's the. Did you say they're playing at Jacksonville State or against? It's Jacksonville versus Jacksonville State, not at. Sorry, I might have said it. Um, But anyway, so I think the way it works is the top three teams in Pool A advance to the semifinals, and then the winner of Pool B goes to the semifinals. So why, like, did they just say, let's just make this the weirdest tournament ever? Yeah, it's Pool A winner versus Pool B winner in the semifinals, and then Pool A runner-up versus Pool A third place. So the top three teams in Pool A, which are the top four teams in the in – the, or top three – I don't know how to pronounce it because it's RPI. Three of the top four in, in Pool A make it, and then the winner of Pool B. So it's so weird. <laughs> I mean, you should pick a winner, dude. I don't know why we're trying to explain this one. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take Kennesaw State. I like Kennesaw. Give me, give me Florida Gulf Coast. 
Ooh, at home. So we're both fading Liberty here. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Liberty on the road. What does that even mean? I just, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, can I feel like, dude, ASUN tournament, I've played in it three years. This is not the same ASUN that I was in, but I'm telling you right now, once you go to die in the ASUN tournament, when you go down to Florida, one seeds go to die. Print the shirts now. <laughs> one seeds go to die. Yeah. Um, give me Florida Gulf Coast. All right. Big 12 is next. Now, the Big 12 tournament, um, it's pretty uh, pretty cut and dry. It's top eight teams, so the last place team, which was Kansas, didn't make it. Uh, and it's just a straight double elimination, one, one versus eight, two, seven, three, six, four, five. Uh, this, this tournament's always one of my favorite to watch. And now it's at Globe Life Field this year. It used to be at the Brick Brickyard or whatever it's called in Oklahoma. The Chickasaw, Chickasaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that field. I wish they played that there every year. Hey, I, I'm not a, hey, I'm, what's his name hit that home run for Oklahoma State? Oh my god, a Chickasaw. Would, would, it, would it, did they host the, the region, regional there? I know who you're talking about. I don't remember the guy's name. He was a beast at Oklahoma because State because they were getting their stadium built. So Oklahoma State hosted at Chickasaw and they hit that ball off Nebraska. That was 2019, I think. No. Maybe. Yeah, it might have been 2019. It felt like a lot, lot longer than that. What but... was his name? He absolutely smashed that ball. Anyway, Big 12, Globe Life Park. Who do you got, Ben? Uh, I'm going to take uh, – you know, Oklahoma's played here a lot this season. I'm going to take Oklahoma. They're the three seed. They get West Virginia. and then... hey, If Oklahoma wins this tournament, they're hosting. Yeah, I know, and I think they have a lot to play for here. So I, I like the Sooners, and they, they're going to be – they're going to feel comfortable in this weird – weird environment it's a giant stadium with so many seats that never fill up and it's indoors uh a lot of these teams haven't played an indoor game this year so i'll take oklahoma state as the three seed and they get to avoid listen they get to avoid texas texas tech and tcu until the championship i hope they don't have that big old aerial view camera at globe light thank god flow sports and not televising that they need to stay away um Uh, they might be televising it. I, no, it's ESPN. Okay, good. <laughs> ESPNU all tournament. Stay away from Globe uh, from Globe Flow Sports. Stay away. Um, but anyway, Ben, you're taking Oklahoma. They play yeah. the winner of Kansas State and Texas Tech while they face West Virginia opening game. Yeah, I'm going to take the north side of the bracket. I think the top of the bracket is winning this tournament. It's way stronger. Way way stronger. I think whoever gets out of that top side wins this tournament. Okay. So you're going to take you those four what, teams? <laughs> What's your pick? I'm going to do this. I'm going to – I'm gonna. no, I'm not going to do this because Texas' weakness is their pitching, and pitching is win conference tournament. You either slug your way to a conference championship or you pitch your way. But usually pitching wins in these tournaments, whether it's a 10-9 game or a 3-2 game. Yep. Texas, I was going to go Texas, but they just don't have the pitching, man. I'm not well, and they're going to face Justin Campbell on Wednesday, so it's going to be tough. Um, I don't know if Campbell will start Wednesday after just pitching Thursday. Maybe, maybe. And then maybe. We'll see. Probably. But uh, you know what? I don't like the top of the bracket. I just convinced myself that I don't like it anymore. 
Oklahoma State's not playing well. Texas just doesn't have the pitching to get through one, two, three, four, f- five game, no, four game to be champion. Yeah, they don't have the pitching to do that. God, give me, give me, give me Texas Tech. They're gonna face Oklahoma in that in that second round game, and they're gonna beat them. Give me Texas Tech. All right. Now, as far as like hosting goes, I think if like five all of these, these teams are still playing for it. Yeah, like t- TCU, Texas, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Texas Tech. If any of them win the tournament, probably will host. Like almost a TCU is the only team. I mean, Big Twelve champion. We can agree. Big yeah. Twelve champion getting a host. Yeah. So, um, and then like Kansas State has to play their way in. Baylor has to play their way in, and then West Virginia is going to be on the bubble. No, Kansas State got to win the AQ bid. That's what I'm saying. They have to play their way oh, in. Oh, 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 yeah. I, they have to win it. And same West with Virginia. If West Virginia makes a nice run, they'll get an at large. I think. I think so um, too. Oklahoma playing for a hosting spot. Texas Tech playing for a hosting spot. Oklahoma State is trying to save their hosting spot. Mm-hmm. So they need to show up this tournament. I mean, if they lose to Texas game one, and then they, I mean, you're you're not looking good if you don't. You got to win at least two, in my opinion. But yeah. give me Texas Tech. All right, so we both took the bottom part of the bracket there. Uh, next next conference here is the Big East. Now the Big East is um, it's at the cool ballpark. Uh, Prasco Park in uh, in Cincinnati with the awesome right field. I'm going to be watching a lot of these games just because I love that stadium. It's sick. Um, It was really a hidden gem, something we found just authentically through the podcast. Uh, I wish I could have gone to this tournament. I would have loved to attend. But it's uh, top four teams, and it looks like just straight double elimination. Um, So it's going to be... Let's see. Big East tournament. So UConn is the one. Creighton two. Xavier three. Georgetown four. So UConn has to play Georgetown again after getting smacked by him this week. And then Creighton, Xavier. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Creighton to win this tournament. I, I want Creighton, UConn. Huh? I want UConn to not even make the uh, the NCAA tournament. Now Xavier's like the host. Xavier's in at Cincinnati, so this is like a home. It's in Omaha. It's at Charles Schwab. Wait, what? I mean, not, oh my God. I don't know why I said that. Big Ten. No, this one's at the Prasco Park. We just. Uh, yeah, we just said that. <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm saying like Xavier's in Cincinnati, which is where this field is. You, you so threw gonna, me off when you they're said gonna something be, at home. <laughs> they're going to be at home. Uh, so who do you like in this one? Ah. <sighs> Um, I like. Hey, Georgetown's an intriguing pick. I just don't think they beat UConn four times in a row because it's going to go one versus four, two versus three, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think Georgetown beats them four. Th- give me, give me Creighton. So we're both taking Creighton. That makes me hate that pick. Well, I just don't think UConn beats Creighton four times in a row either. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Now we have the Big South, which Campbell pretty much ran through all year. The uh, the tournament structure is – sorry, let me pull it up. I, I know what it is. I just don't want to say it wrong. So it's at High Point in uh, North Carolina, and it looks like just a straight double elimination tournament, except yep. the one and the two seeds get a bye. So Campbell 
So it's six teams. Campbell and USC Upstate both get a bye to the second round. And then High Point plays Charleston at that 11 a.m. game on Wednesday. UNC Asheville plays Gardner-Webb on Thursday. Uh, or sorry, the second game on Wednesday. And then the winners play Thursday, double elimination. I mean, I'm not an idiot. I'm taking the Camels to just roll through this. Do tournament. you remember last year Campbell got upset and didn't win their tournament? Who won it last year? Do you remember? I think Gardner-Webb. Uh, that may be true. 2021 Big South Baseball Tournament. I think Gardner-Webb beat no, not Gardner, but Presbyterian. They did. It was Presbyterian. Campbell. Wow. Yeah. They they beat Campbell in the championship. That's what it was. So. Um, Campbell's just so much better than I all think, of these I teams, Give me Campbell. Give me Campbell. They're just so much better than the, all of these other teams. It's not even close. Thank God Campbell got in that large last year. Yeah. Um, Big 10. <laughs> Big 10 tournament's a little weird. It's uh, it's in Omaha. Pulling it up here for one second. Yep. I mean, if at Omaha, Charles Schwab Field. Here's the bracket. It's right. Uh, it's eight yeah, teams. Yeah, double elimination. Eight teams, double elimination. Maryland, the one, and then Rutgers, the two. Everybody else has to win the tournament to get in. I think Rutgers is a at-large team solidified. They won over 40 games. They're fine. Um, but to win the tournament, I don't know if Maryland's going to end up winning it. I think this is going to get a little crazy. Uh, I'll take, uh, this, I'll take dude. Iowa. I'm taking Iowa because they put up a hundred runs this weekend, literally won like 30 to nothing. The Hawkeyes. Yep. They're the uh, three seed and they're on the top part of the bracket. So they get to avoid Maryland all the way into the championship. And, uh, when it comes to the championship, you're going to get scrub pitchers thrown against each other. I like, I like Iowa's offense. Oh, that's a great pick. And you know what else, Ben? If there is a line on Wednesday for Rutgers, Purdue, I'm going to put a lot of money on Rutgers. Per Karma's going to bite them in the ass. They're not winning that game. <laughs> Just because I canceled. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. They are gonna. They got in, and they're going to get embarrassed. And then Nebraska's going to be whining and crying, saying, look, they don't even belong here. This, that's how it goes. <sighs> I'm going to say Maryland. I don't think Maryland wins this tournament. Yeah. Wait, so you're going to take Maryland? No, no, no. My pick is coming. Dude, I love that Iowa pick. Did Michigan do it? That that was another team I was considering. As the five seed? Michigan beat Illinois good, too. You know what? Give me Illinois. Give me the Illini. All right. I don't hate it. They're the four seed. I, I like Illinois because, Ben, Illinois, let me tell you something about Illinois. 69 RPI. If they freaking ball out in this tournament, I don't think their RPI can go up 25 points to get the 45 range. But, Ben, let's see what they did. This, they play, They won. They lost two out of three to Southern Illinois, lost an extra inning game, smoked Purdue, two out of three against Iowa. Hey, this Illinois team beat Maryland 19 to 1. Do you remember that? I do remember that. And then they lost the rubber match on Sunday in extra inning. Um yep, gimme give gimme give Illinois. All right. Battle of the Eyes, Illinois and Iowa. Uh next tournament we have is the Colonial Athletic Association. 
and this is top six teams make it first two get a bye. Charles, so College of Charleston's the one, UNC Wilmington's the two, William and Mary the four, Northeastern five, Hofstra three, Elon six, double elimination. Um, dude, this is one where everybody in the world's going to pick College of Charleston. I like, I like Northeastern a lot. To be honest with you, remember whenever they swept um, NC State, NC State to open the year, or maybe it was the second weekend. Um, th- I mean, it's it's led by uh, Tom Glavin's brother. He's the head coach, and they we we saw him last year in the regional. They won. Did they win twenty one straight to get there or something? They, they won a lot of games. They and were in Mississippi State. No, 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 no. They were in the Texas regional last year, weren't they? Or I'm thinking of Fairfield. I, I don't remember. Played, I thought they played camp. No, no that's BCU. Dude, why do we keep doing this? Anyways. Um, no, no, no. They were in Arkansas. They were in the Arkansas region. Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to take Northeastern as the five seed. I think this one's going to get a little chaotic. Okay. Good pick. Great pick. Um, now, they finished sixth in their conference, but James Madison wasn't eligible this year because something. Yeah. But Northeastern's four and two against Quadrant One teams. Give me, give me UNC Wilmington. Okay, I think they're hot. Yeah, they are hot. They uh, yeah, seven and, and, and three in their yeah. last ten. Listen, since since May thirteenth or May tenth, or okay, they lost two out of three against Charleston. After that series, beat NC State, swept Northeastern, beat James Madison two out of three. Give me, yep, give me UNC Wilmington. Nice. Okay. Um, next conference is Conference Wait, USA. Have we picked the one seed yet besides Campbell? We've picked a lot of one seeds. Campbell, okay. yeah, Maine. Actually, yeah, Campbell, Maine, and East Carolina are my three. You have Maine. Okay, 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 Campbell. okay. Whatever. Okay. Wow. Anyways, so Conference USA, it's top eight teams make it. It's at um, Southern Miss. It's at Pete Taylor Park. Double elimination. Uh, last year we saw, remember – it was at Louisiana Tech, but Old Dominion came Old in Dominion. and won it, and they earned a hosting spot. So, um, just going off a of prior past, Dominion is a three seed. Now they play at nine a.m. against Middle Tennessee State, which is tough because uh, Middle Tennessee State's not bad. I mean, Southern Miss has got to be the pick here, right? They're at home, and no, but do we? I, they kind of going back, to, going back to last year. Louisiana Tech was at home. And they didn't win it. Uh, I'm going to take a random – I'm going to take a flyer here. I'm going to take a wild card. Give me UTSA. I think the Roadrunners are destined for a regional this year. Um, they potentially could maybe get an at-large. It's like they're I think this 49 I think RPI. This, I think this tournament is a three-bid league yeah. or this and, conference. Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech, and then I think Old Dominion, UTSA, FAU—they're all fighting for that that other at large. But dude, even hey, if you ben. go down to like the seven seed Charlotte, that's a that's a dang good program there. No, Charlotte's a great great play too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ben, I hate that you pick UTSA. And why is that? My my, my early my initial pick. With FAU, oh. and let me just confirm my pick. I gotta lock this thing in. I haven't locked it in yet. 
Let me see what they did against UTSA. Yep, I'm sold. Give me FAU. FAU, wow. All right. So it's a four versus five matchup first round that we have there. Yep. What did what, what we we our winners face Southern on, Miss on Wednesday at seven thirty PM. Wow. First round. Love that. Um next conference here is the horizon. Now if I remember correctly, um I think this is only top top four teams. I mean, I have the bracket up. I, I just pulled it up. I, I should have had it ready to go. But, yeah, it looks like it's uh, – oh, it's six teams. Top two get a bye. It looks like the common – This is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's Wright State, Oakland, UIC, Purdue, Fort Wayne, Youngstown State, Northern Kentucky. God, man. Th- shout out to the – throw. I mean, throwback to when Northern Kentucky beat Mississippi State on Friday night. We should have uh, we should have known then that Mississippi State was going to be garbage. But uh, I'll take Wright State. I mean, why not? I don't know anything about any of these teams besides Wright State almost beat Tennessee last year in a regional. Give me, oh, man, this, this outside of dude. This conference is a joke too. It is. Where's where's this tournament being held at? Trying to see, doesn't even tell. Um, it is at at Wright State. So Wright State's hosting it. I'll take I'll take the Raiders. Who you got? Give me Oakland. What? Um, Oakland? Oh, they're the two seed. Okay. I think I'm going to take Oakland. They had an awful start to the year, and they're they're kind of hot. They're kind of playing really well rest of the year. So, give me Oakland. Let's see. Oakland six and four in the last ten. O and O against Quadrant One teams. Two twenty five RPI. I'll let you have Oakland. <laughs> I think they're garbage. <laughs> Um, the, I want to pick. I think Rice. Damn, dude, don't no, fuck that. Give me Rice State, dude. Dude, give me. Yeah. I'm not doing this. I'm not. I'm so not you're lucky this. I didn't write. I was about to write Oakland down, but give me Rice State. That's fair. I I, I think that's a good pick. Um, I tried so to now we have you. the we have the Metro Athletic or Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. The, the Mac. M-A-A-C. The Mac. The Mac. <laughs> it's at Clover Stadium in uh, Pomona, North New York. Pomona, Pomona, dude. Get Pomona, it right. New York. And um, let's see: three versus six, four versus five, one and two both get a buy. Very common theme there. Um, let's see I'm, what we got here. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched probably a single Mac game all year. Shit, I haven't either. Uh, give me Maris. They're nine and one in their last ten. They're the two seed. Fairfield's the one, but the Maris team one and two against Quadrant One, one forty one RPI, twenty nine and fifteen overall. That's all I need to see. Who Fairfield? No Maris. Hey, they're good this year. I mean, I think they're they're okay. They're going to be a four seed, so you can't say they're good. They're, no, they're not bad this year, Ben. Maris yeah. is not bad this year. Hey, do you want to know who won this tournament last year? Fairfield. Do you care who won it last year? No. 
Those Fairfield beat Fairfield in the championship. Oh yeah, and then Fairfield got an at large. Yeah, Ryder they were, beat them. Weren't they undefeated like the whole year? They were pretty pretty close. Yeah. Yep, Ryder Ryder went undefeated in the tournament. Um, so let's see what who am I going with here? Hey, by the way, their bracket is so clean and pretty. I mean, they have the buys, right? It's the same thing everybody else is doing. Top no, six teams. No, dude, the blue background. No, oh. dude, graphics. The aesthetic. The aesthetic of the graphic is clean. It's clean and pretty. Got the ESPN logo. You see what's going on here. Um. Damn, dude. What do I want to do here? I think you're thinking way too hard. You don't know anything about any of these teams. I mean, you're taking you're taking Marist. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I why did this website why did it not have the updated teams on here? You're you are you on Warren Nolan looking at the conference? Well, I mean I have two tabs open, yeah. Huh? I just I just filled in the blank. Yeah, I have two tabs open. So I have okay, the, that's, uh, what, that's what that's what I've been doing too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um dude. Give me you know, screw it. Three seed Canisius. Canisius. Give me Canisius. Give me one reason why you like it. Because of the Golden Griffins, and it's a sweet name. I would literally about to say because they're golden. <laughs> golden. Honestly, right. honestly, the reason why I think is because they beat Marist, and they beat Marist two out of three. Okay. And I'm just going. I'm a lot of these. Things I'm just going against you. Okay. Now, the next one here is the MAC, the the Mid America Conference. The MACTION. Uh, MACTION, Lights, Camera, MACTION. Uh, only top four teams make it. And I'm super glad about that because it's really a two team race. Um, it's double elimination. It's Ball State, Central Michigan, Toledo, hey, and Ohio. Look at the, look at the URL here. Here's the oh, sweet little tidbit. Look at the URL of the Maction website. Get, get some Maction. Or get, get some, some Maction. Get some Maction.com. <laughs> like get some action. Get yeah. some Maction.com. I love that. Get some Maction.com. Uh, anyway, so Central Michigan and Tulane are playing the two three matchup, and then Ball State, Ohio play the one four. I like Ball State a lot this year. Um, Give me Central Michigan. I'm, I'm glad you did that because I think that's a that's a bad pick. Dude, you think Ball State beats them five times in a row? Yep. Nope. Give me All Central right. Michigan. Next one we have is the Missouri Valley Conference. And I just exited out of the page, so give me one second. Oh, man, rookie mistake. I know. I, I, I switched tabs, but I pressed the X. Here we go. Missouri Mid- Valley Conference baseball tournament. It's going to be... Hosted at Missouri State, and they have a sweet, like, nice stadium who hosted a regional back in, like, what, 2016-ish, 2017. Uh-huh. Um, but it looks like one through eight make it very, very um, – what the heck? Oh, the top four – top two teams get a bye. Yeah. Yeah. And then three plays four, and six plays seven, and five plays eight? What the heck? I need – I'm trying to see – hold on. I'm trying to see – 
the actual bracket layout. I hate when they do that little like Excel spreadsheet looking thing. Wait, what the heck? Um, where are they? Oh, so six and seven and five and eight are a single elimination. And then That's th- it. three plays four, one plays six and seven, and two plays five yep. and eight. What the? This is still weird, though. Why? Oh, there's the bracket button I was looking for. It's right in front of me. In front of me. Yeah. So the way that works, then is the lower seed can play the one. Uh, okay. No, it, no, no. It, yeah, it nope, does. It says up. highest Tuesday seed. Highest Tuesday seed plays the one. Lowest Tuesday seed plays two. Does it say uh, that in the notes? Yeah, it says it on the schedule here. I see. Yep, it. there you go. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I thought. So, it, let's just say Valpo win and Missouri State win. Valpo will play seven on Illinois. Missouri State will play Evansville. Yeah. So, so the, the bracket goes Indiana State, Valparaiso is five versus eight. Missouri eight. State versus Illinois Before State you is make your pick. six and seven. I'm, I'm going to lay it out here. Southern Illinois is one, Evansville two, and then Dallas Baptist three, Bradley four. Let me tell you something before you make your pick. Southern, I, I just have a weird feeling Southern Illinois not winning this tournament. You don't think they will? I don't think so. All right, who you got? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'm just telling you that. I'm trying to I'm trying to play chess here, Ben. So I, th- I have a theory that the SEC and the ACC is going to pay off the Missouri Valley um, committee <laughs> or umpires to make sure Dallas Baptist wins this. Because if Dallas Baptist wins, it's a one-bid league. And if anybody else wins it, it's a two-bid league, and we don't want stolen bids. Uh, I'll take Dallas Baptist. Like, why not? I just think that they haven't played no their best baseball. Them. But, yeah, they're in the tournament. They're just going to play gonna play their game. And talent-wise, they're the best. They just haven't shown it yet this year. Southern Illinois, we both know it's the best team in this conference this year. Unbelievable year. They deserve they deserve to be in the postseason. But I yeah, just so don't think that – And Evansville has been a surprise team. 14-6 and six in conference. Nobody thought that. No, but I just think I just think it's hard to win with so much success in the regular season. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Mm, mm, I don't like those four teams playing that extra game. There's no way they go one, two, three, four, five. There's no way they win five games. No way. It's but and they have to go through those top seeds. Dallas Baptist is in a great spot. Beat Bradley and you're on your way. But they lost that series. Give me. Uh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Give me Southern Illinois. <laughs> After just saying they're not going to win the tournament, I just didn't want you to pick them. Oh, well, that almost made me want to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, okay. That well, would have pissed win. me off. That would have pissed me off. Yeah. Um, All right. Next one is the Mountain West. Um, and what do we see. got so, here? Yeah, so the Mountain West, it was uh, UNLV 1, Nevada 2, San Jose State 3, Air Force 4, Fresno State 5. Um, and the bracket is at, it's at San Diego State. It's at Tony Gwynn Stadium. Uh, let's see here. Let me just see how the so bracket is shaking Nevada, out. San Jose State play game one at one thirty. UNLV Air Force six p.m. game two 
And so then, four teams make top four make it. So UNLV, yep. Air Force, and Nevada, San Jose State. Um, I, I'm gonna take Air Force. I think Air Force they can put up a, a ton of runs, and the four seed. I support our troops. I'm gonna go on a wild card here. I'll take I'll take Air Force. Give me Nevada. The way they played Oregon State, I think they're good enough to win this tournament. Give me yeah. Nevada. Yeah, Nevada has four and eight against Quadrant One teams, and UNLV and San Jose State hasn't played one yet, and Air Force is one and three, so that's not a bad pick. All right, but no stolen bids out of this league. I mean, the winner of the tournament gets in. That's it. Uh, next one here we have is the Northeastern Conference, and it's Long Island one, Central Connecticut and uh, Bryant. Um, and then who's the four seed? Early Dickinson. I do. I, I couldn't tell you one thing about any of these teams other than Bryant <laughs> swept. Bryant swept uh, ECU to start the year. It's uh, one versus four, two versus three, double elimination. Top four teams make it. Now, we've seen Central Connecticut State make a regional back in 2019, if I remember right. They won last year, too. I'm going to just close my eyes and say I can picture only Bryant winning this tournament. I can't picture Long Island being the one seed winning it. Uh, Give me the Bulldogs of Bryant. They uh, three and three against Quadrant One team, six and four in the last ten. That's good. Hey, you want a little? You want a little tidbit, little nugget? Sure. Bryant had won the regular season. So, so Long Island won the regular season this year, right? Mm-hmm. Before this year, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They won the regular season title nine straight years. Before this was the first time in nine years, ten years, that they did not win the regular season title. Oh uh, well, then they're absolutely winning the tournament. Okay. Listen to this. In those nine regular season championships, they won the tournament one, two, three, three times. And the last time they won the tournament was 2016. Give me Bryant. Yep. Give I, me Bryant. I feel very confident about Bryant. Yep, Bryant. All right, next one we have here is the OVC, Ohio Valley Conference. It's at uh, Wild Health Field in Lexington, Kentucky. This is weird because the top two teams get a double buy. So Belmont and Southeast Missouri get a double buy. And then the three and four seeds, Eastern Illinois and Moorhead State, get a single buy. And then you have uh, SIUE, Austin P, Tennessee Tech, and Murray State. They, they're seeds five through eight. They have to win a ton of games. Basically, for me, it comes down to Belmont or Southeast Missouri. Um, Belmont... South, I'll take SEMO. I'll take Southeast Missouri. I think they're the better overall team, especially the you way know, they played, like be... Dallas Baptist and uh, who was it, Oklahoma State. So for Belmont or SEMO to win it all, they have to win two, uh, three games. Yep. For freaking Tennessee Tech or any of those other teams, one, two, three, four, five games, dude. Getting top two in this tournament, I love how they reward this. I like this mm-hmm. tournament. I like this tournament a lot. So you you got to pick Belmont or SEMO, right? Yeah, well, SEMO is four and six in their last ten, and Belmont seven and three, and then Morehead State's the eight and two. Give me Belmont. Give me Belmont. All right, going against each other there, but I have a feeling those two teams are going to be the final two standing. 
Um, next one here we have is, is the first one we've had at least in a very long time. Um, it's the Pac-12 tournament. Hey, here at the Grand De- Oh, you're not going SoCon? No, we're going Pac-12. Oh, you're, going, you're going alphabetical order off of there, yeah. not, not on the site. Yeah, so the Pac-12 tournament, this first one we've seen, uh, at least in my memory, where they brought it back this year, which is good. I mean, this is a tournament where uh, teams can build their RPI, they can build their case for a regional host or super, I mean, or a national seed, and uh, a couple bubble teams in it as well. The way it works is it uh, looks like top eight teams make it, and it's uh, one versus, so Stanford versus Arizona State, that's the one versus eight, and then two versus no, 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 no. Here, let me, let me you want me, I can see it. You're, you're like over there. I'm like squinting. Five versus four, which is Arizona versus Oregon. The winner, they play the winner of Arizona State, Stanford on the top, top of the bracket, on the bottom of the bracket, Washington, Oregon State, Cal, UCLA. So, um, yep, Arizona and Oregon kick off the tournament. And then Arizona State, Stanford, Washington, Oregon State, Cal, UCLA have the nightcap. Which is it's gonna be? I think it's gonna be like a ten thirty p.m. start for us. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, I can't wait for a little Pac-12 conference play after dark. So, who's your on. pick? Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Uh, it's between two teams. It's between Arizona and UCLA right now. I think they both have a lot to play for. I, I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with uh, UCLA. I've been ride or die all year for him. UCLA. Okay. You're rolling with the Bruin. That means you have them beating Oregon State in that the game. Second too. round. Yep. Second round. Ben, I really I, I don't know why, but Oregon State has the pitching, but they just haven't been playing well. Well, if you go off your consistency key, they should play well this week, right? I think the winner of Arizona Oregon wins this tournament. I liked, dude. I looked at that matchup and I said, you know what? I I think that uh, Arizona or Oregon could both easily win this tournament. Give me, give me, give me. Ooh, Arizona staying at home. This tournament's in Scottsdale, so mm-hmm. right down the road for Arizona. God, give me. You know what, man? Give me the Ducks. I don't. I don't hate that pick, to be honest. Oregon, love their head coach. I love how they get up for big games, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think they're. I think they're due. Yep. All right. Next one we have here is the uh, the Patriot, which is halfway done. Patriot League was played two weeks ago. It started. But you have the championship series this weekend. The championship series this week. So Army beat Army and Bucknell. Yeah, Army beat Bucknell two out of three, and then or sorry, Army beat uh, uh, Holy Cross two out of three, and then Bucknell beat Lehigh. Um, I guess two out of three. It doesn't say they did, but I know they did. So it's Army versus Bucknell. Best two out of three. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, it's at Army West Point. Shout out to my friend Blake Ledoux who just graduated from there. Give me the uh, the Black Knights Army. Give me Army. I, I did. Army just feels like they're always in a regional as a four seed. I feel like they get sent to Lubbock all the time. Army. <laughs> Army all day. Uh, next one here is is the biggest the granddaddy of them all. But it doesn't mean anything. Wait. Are you talking about the SOCOM? 
Now we got the SEC next. Oh, so the, right. So the SEC tournament, I mean, it's in Hoover, Alabama. It's the most prestigious tournament every year. Uh, some of the best teams go. I mean, pretty much there's 12 teams that go, and out of those 12 teams, they're probably like at least five or six uh, top five or six regional hosts potentially. And uh, the bracket is so whacked up, man. Wow, Ben. This is the tournament I was talking about since 2015. No repeat champion. Ah, so you had your facts mixed up. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and it feels like this this tournament every year, um, it, it feels like they play until midnight at least like one day. Like past pour, midnight. We all know it's going to rain all week. It, it's supposed to. Season. It's supposed to pour rain. You're right, and they're going to be pushing games back. Um, my memory goes straight to 2019 when I think it was LSU and Ole Miss played a game at like 2 a.m. And it, me and James, my our old co-host who left, he, uh, him and I stayed up the whole day or the whole night. Like I don't know if we went live on Twitter or something, but we were interacting with fans. But yeah, this tournament is always just whacked up it starts at 9 30 a.m every day <laughs> like tuesday wednesday thursday 9 a.m double elimination yeah georgia alabama six versus 11 um and then the top four teams get a buy so tennessee texas a&m arkansas lsu they all get a buy um the, it, it, so it's single elimination yeah, it's single elimination. The play-in the play yeah. single elimination. So Georgia, Alabama's uh, play-in, Florida, South Carolina play-in, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss play-in, and Auburn, Kentucky play-in. All these teams are safely so, in the tournament so except for – Before we make our pick, let's go through the Georgia. They need to win one or two just to be good. To be they're, a host. They're in the right. tournament. But, like, um, if you go to – I mean – they Georgia's in, so whatever they do here doesn't matter. Yeah, but they could play their way into a host if they win a couple games. Yep, they could host if they. I mean, they gotta go. They gotta go one, two, three. They gotta win three games if they want to get back in the hosting picture. No, 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 no. Three games. They gotta win three to get back. In the I hosting. think two. I think if they win two games, they're good. Dude, I'm telling you, I think three. Get rid of you need to make the committee forget about the last two weekends. That's true, maybe. But uh, to be honest with you, I think Alabama, I think Alabama beats Georgia that Friday or that Tuesday. I wouldn't be surprised, but Alabama's gonna win this freaking tournament. Mm. I mean, if they lose in the championship, they might get in, but Florida, South Carolina, dude, South Carolina needs to win. If they if they lose to Florida, they're missing the tournament. Yeah, will they be below five hundred? Right, you can't get in the tournament as an at-large under five hundred. Yep, yep. great point. Great, they're twenty-seven and twenty-seven. So South Carolina, actually, dude, South Carolina's got to win three games to get in. So South Carolina's out in my book. Um. Anyways, okay, Vanderbilt. They need to make a two, three game run to get back in the hosting picture. I think they're out of it, to be honest. They're not hosting. Ole yeah, well, Miss, they, they were below 500 in the SEC. Like, yeah, yeah. And they got saying. swept. I think they're out of the SEC or out of the hosting picture. Ole Miss win one, two, maybe three games. They're hosting. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. 
Well, the problem with Ole Miss is like even if they win the first game against Vanderbilt, they have to throw their number two guy against Tennessee. Tennessee, it's over. Yeah, Auburn, Kentucky. Kentucky had no chance. Auburn playing for a host. I think they're pretty safe right now, but you've got to be Kentucky to keep your hosting spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much the breakdown. Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas is going to be Glenn and Lloyd to host. A&M, lock. Tennessee, lock. LSU, dude, win one game and you're hosting a regional. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm looking at this bracket right now. I have my pick who's going to win it. Go ahead. Uh, because I like the uh, I like their their path to the championship, and that's Alabama. You beat a struggling Georgia team at nine thirty a.m. You know Alabama just beat Arkansas two out of three, right? So they're, they're yep. playing good baseball. Um, they're the eleven seed, so they beat Georgia, and then they get matched up against Arkansas at nine thirty a.m. the next day. They're Arkansas already used to playing early. Well, I feel like Arkansas yeah. sleepwalks that game. Arkansas sleepwalks that game, so Alabama wins that, and then they play the winner of Texas A&M versus either Florida or South Carolina, um, and that's going to be—I think that's a toss-up. I mean, Alabama, <laughs> dude, I'm talking myself into Alabama. I don't know why, but give me, give me, Just the, take them, give me the Crimson Tide. But I want to see the <laughs> SEC get an 11th team in the tournament. So my pick is between Auburn and Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, clearly I would take Tennessee, but uh, I'm going to have fun with it. Yeah, and, uh, give, me, I'm gonna... give, give me Auburn. Auburn, okay. So Auburn would, would play Tennessee in the third round. Auburn would have to beat Kentucky and then beat LSU, which both are very doable. And uh, then they would match up against probably Tennessee. But, okay, we're going Alabama-Auburn, the old biggest rivalry in college They're football. Game eight. Yeah, yeah, they play Tennessee if they beat LSU. Yeah. Give me Auburn. All right. Next tournament here we have is the SoCon. And uh, of them all. America's team. So, dude, the, the SoCon tournament's weird. Mercer is the two seed, and they got a double bye, even though they've absolutely just limped to the, uh, to the finish line. Now, this tournament's at Greenville, South Carolina for the Greenville Drive. Um, it's the uh, replica of Fenway Park. It's sweet. It's an awesome. Sweet little park. It, it's an awesome conference tournament that they put on. I've played in it twice, and got eliminated twice um, as the one seed. But we didn't have a double bye. Back then, it was one versus eight, two versus seven, so on and so on. I mean, on. dude, if we had this bracket, Ben, you guys would have won it at least once. A hundred percent, dude. A double bye? Are you kidding me? But anyway, so East uh, five versus eight is ETSU versus the Citadel. And then um, six versus seven is Western Carolina versus VMI. Um, the winner of those, ETSU Citadel plays against UNCG, which is the four seed. And so on and so on. Sanford's a three, Mercer two, Wofford the one. I'll tell you this. Um, Mercer got very lucky because they only have about three pitchers that can get people out right now. And they only have to win one, two, three games to win it. Um, I'm going to take, do I'm, I'm do take the Mercer yourself. Bears. No, don't do this to yourself. They have Sanford game two. Don't do this to yourself. No, because listen, not. dude, I think Western Carolina is going to win – um, the first two games. No, Western Carolina is really good right now. They've been playing great baseball, and uh, they always play well in this tournament. They um, always play well in this tournament. They, yeah, so I'm taking Mercer because Get, I think I think they can beat a team like Western Carolina who's already played two games, and then you know they they win that. They give me Wofford. Yeah, dude. I just 
I don't think Wofford plays well in this tournament ever. And I could be wrong, but their style of play doesn't fit this ballpark. It's very small. Um, they, they don't hit home runs as a team. Give me, and, give me Wofford. Stop, dude, stop, I, stop, I think stop, Mercer stop. is going to slug their way to dude, a championship. Why are you doing this to yourself? I'm talking myself because I know Mercer is going to make a regional. It's just going to happen. You just got to trust me. You just got to trust me. Mercer's winning you're, this. You're talking about the team we just watched this year for the last 20 games. They are not winning. Yeah, stop. Dude. Anyway, give me Wofford. All right. Well, the double buy helps Mercer way more than it helps Wofford. That's all I'm going to say. How, how the hell does it? Freaking Wofford's got a triple buy. They're going to have an ETSU Citadel, UNC Greensboro, limping their way into that game. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, Wofford's really freaking good. I think Wofford's an at-large team, whether they win or not. That's true. SoCon could be a two-bid league. And I think the SoCon's going to rig it where <laughs> <laughs> they're going to rig it where they're a two-bid league. Anyways. Um, anyways, the next one here we got is the Southland. Southland started this past weekend. It was fun to watch. There was so many home runs hit, dude. So many just, home runs hit. Just get to just get to the nitty gritty. Yeah, so Southland, it's it's going to be McNeese versus Southeast Louisiana. Uh, best two out of three this weekend. We touched on the tournament bracket earlier. Um, I like McNeese a lot, and at it home. might just they're be hosting home. it. Yeah, they're at home. Uh, McNeese always had that swaggy cowboy hat picture whenever they they made a regional in 2019. And uh, it's just stuck with me. Give, give me McNeese. I post that picture all the time. I, I, I know. I think I post it once a year. It, it's I'm one sorry. of the most epic college baseball pictures that people don't know about. So powerful. McNeese. Yep. I love that. At least we have a 50% chance with this tournament. <laughs> uh, next one here is the Summit. So the Summit, I haven't even looked at the bracket yet. And for all the listeners that have made it this far, Give me, um, I'm already telling you, World Robbers. Um, well, let me just look how the format is here, real quick. Four team. Great. They don't even have the tournament bracket posted. How is that even possible? They have tournament yes, they standing. Do. North Dakota State, Omaha, Oral Roberts, and who's the three seed? I forgot. And South Dakota State, single elimination. I want Omaha. You want Omaha? Give me Oral Robert. Hold on. Let me before I actually solidify this uh Omaha pick, let me uh 24 and 29 on the year. They're three and two versus quadrant one teams. Twelve and twelve conference record, but they're four and six in their last ten. The uh oh, man. Double elimination tournament, four teams. Give me Oral Roberts. All right, I want Omaha. I I, I like the Mavericks. Anyways, uh, now the next one that I'm really excited about is the Sun Belt. This is the one. This is the this real is granddaddy. The so the granddaddy of them all. Um, I'm pulling it up just so I get all the, the details correctly. But this one, okay. So the Sun Belt is... Uh, Wait. Oh, we're going Sun Belt. No, this is not the granddaddy. What were you going to say? The swack? Yeah, the swacky, swaggy swack. No, so the uh, the Sun Belt tournament, which is way way better than the swag, but I see what you're getting at there. Um, I mean, we've been all over the the Sun Belt all year long. Like we, we've we've hyped up these teams. They're, they could get potentially two regional hosts um, with Texas State and um, Georgia Southern. Now, when you look at this tournament, it's ten teams, right? And seven versus ten, eight versus nine is like the play in, um, and then they play against. 
one and two get a bye. They get the winners of each one of those. And then three versus six, four versus five. The, the matchup that I'm looking forward to the most is the opening round is number four seed Louisiana versus number five seed South Alabama. I think one of those four versus fives could potentially win this tournament because they'll get Texas State coming off a bye. Um, you know, Texas State's a better team, but you don't think you think all right, this, let me just answer this. Just Texas State winning the tournament. If they win the tournament, they will host. So they do have something to play for. Same thing with Georgia Southern. You didn't answer my question. Does Texas Texas State win this tournament? I don't think so. It's hard to win a tournament like this, man. It's it's hard to keep up everything. It's in Montgomery, Alabama, of all places, which is might be one of the worst cities in America. Um, (laughs) Just based off of me driving through it, I haven't spent any time there. But driving through Montgomery is the worst. Uh, I used to have to do it all the time driving to Macon. That's That's not very nice. I know. Um, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take coastal, coastal Carolina. <laughs> no, why? <laughs> why would you do that? Because listen, the coastal's you're playing Troy. Asshole. You're such an <laughs> asshole. Stick with, your, stick with your Louisiana South Alabama. I looked pick. at the bracket. Coastal, coastal has a very favorable matchup. They play Troy the opening uh, game, and then they play against Georgia Southern. Um, the, You're the, such an asshole for that. Uh, dude, I mean, I Coastal has a lot to play for, and they're playing well. That's that's what I'm saying. They don't have to play Texas State, and they own Georgia Southern. Like they they whooped them earlier this year. So I like I like Coastal. Let them let them just rain bombs all weekend. Pick. That was my pick. I'm sorry, man. It sucks. You want to take them too? We can take them together. You know what? Shout out to the Clements crazy. They they convinced me the other day, yesterday, I think it was, or today. They said, they said, Dimitri, watch this. Southern's winning the Sun Belt tournament, and we're hosting in Statesboro. He goes, when that happens, better see your ass in Statesboro for the regional. Oh, I'll and be I there said, too. And I said, oh boy, like there's no way this happens. I'm I'm gonna just ride it. Give me Georgia Southern. They're gonna get their rivalry. They're gonna get their revenge against Coastal in that game, and they're gonna beat them. I'll meet you in Statesboro if that happens. They host a regional. It's only like an hour from where I'm living at, so I'll, I'll be there. That must be nice for you. It's like four from me. <laughs> I'll meet you there. Um, now just we can talk about the Hey, Just because I live in Georgia doesn't mean Statesboro is close. That bitch is far. Um, I, I know why you hinted at the SWAC being the granddaddy of them all, because this year, this tournament always brings the most chaos of all time. <laughs> Absolute chaos. <laughs> Do you remember last year? I think Southern won the tournament, and they won because a guy ran through the fence and caught the ball, and they didn't know you what. Remember this? They didn't know what the rules were. <laughs> and freaking Southern at their dog pile with electric. Oh, yeah. And I love Southern's coach. He hyped him up before an LSU game, and they had a camera there, and it was sick. Um, you guys have a chance to go viral. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said, quote quote for quote. But besides the MEAC, this is the, the sec- I mean, this is the worst conference in America. It's so bad, but so entertaining. <laughs> so entertaining. It's um, so entertaining. The, the way the tournament works is um, – it doesn't it's, when I click on that link, it doesn't show me anything. They haven't updated it yet. So I, I have it, I have it right here. So it's region they have the east and the west. They have the east and the west. And so the east plays the west 
uh, and vice versa. So the number two seed in the in the East, which is Florida A&M, plays Prairie View, which is the number three team in the West. Grambling State plays Bethune-Cookman. Southern plays Jackson State. Alabama State plays Texas Southern. Listen, I've never been more confident in a in a pick. This is my favorite my favorite don't, pick. Don't pick the team that I'm gonna I, pick. Listen, Florida A and M has it. I'm Florida gonna slap a- you through the computer if you pick this team. But go Florida, ahead. Florida A and M hasn't won the swag in like the tournament and been in the tournament in probably ten years. They were they are a really good team. They they get a lot of talented players that are I like D one drawbacks. I think this is Florida A&M's year to, to win the swag. I can see I them in a regional you, right now. I hate you, dude. Why, you give a- me the fam. The, give me fam. Dude, that was my pick. <laughs> I knew it was going to be, too. The hey, Rattler Dome. The Rattler Dome fam. The worst place to play. We used to have to play those midweeks there oh when I was God, at Mercer, dude. and we oh would lose God, all the time to Florida A&M. We went down there like 13-1 and one on the year. We just beat Ohio State, we beat Notre Dame, and we beat St. John. Freaking a week later, we go to Florida A&M, get our, our ass beat. <laughs> we lost like 13-2. to two. We were up at 5.30 the next morning. We ran three miles. I had to start <laughs> out of nowhere. They were like, Demetri, you're starting. And that was three weeks before I got hurt. Senior, or, I'm getting a little bit mixed up, but long story short, we were up at 5.30 running three miles. I had to start that night. Florida A&M has always given Mercer problems, and that's why I'm picking him here. But so the year 2017, my senior year, when we were ranked 22 in the nation after sweeping East Carolina, we were I think we were 18 and three on the year, and two of our losses were to Florida A&M. <laughs> it was like the most embarrassing thing. Like I, I hope I, I'm glad they recognize us for being good this year, but I hope they don't check our losses because they're, they're embarrassing. Dude, Ben. When we, I don't know if it was the same when you were there, but Florida A&M scoreboard had Florida Gators on the top. It got donated by Florida. I know they changed it. I know what you're talking about. They changed it uh, when I got they, there in 2016. Yeah, but their scoreboard said Florida Gators on it because it got donated, and we were just like, "Dude, what are we doing here?" Dude, Dimitri, I have something to show you. I I have the coolest piece of memorabilia in the world right behind me. It's going to take me five seconds to grab it. Just uh, just entertain the fans for ten seconds while well, I, I have to make my pick. You took my okay. pick. All right, well, make your pick. Well, I'm going to grab something for you that's going to make okay, you so go happy. go grab it. Go relax. <laughs> They'll be okay. So. My pick is going to be, dude, Southern, they can do it again. Hey, Southern can do it again. Beth- you know what? I'm sold. Give me Bethune-Cookman. <laughs> I, I, all I heard when I put my headset back on was, Southern can do it again. Give me Bethune-Cookman. Give me Bethune-Cookman. They're 0-7 against Quadrant 1 teams, dude. They're I trash. don't care. All right. Demetri, They're the only team that played more than, nope, Southern 1-7. But outside of those teams, yeah, give me Bethune. All right, you ready for this? This is my favorite piece of memorabilia in my office here. I, uh, I I had to search long and hard for this, but I have a street sign that says Rattler Avenue with the, the Rattler logo, their little hand-drawn snake logo that they have that's green and orange, and it's like a metal street sign. That's freaking sweet. Yeah, um, I had to pull some strings to get this, but I hang it up in my office because of what wait, Florida why, and wait, What do you mean pull strings? What, why did you like? I, you... I, can't, I can't discuss. No, I'm saying, did you get it while you were down there? I, I can't discuss. 
You stole it from them. I didn't steal it. Somebody else stole it and gave it to you. Somebody might have stolen it and I bought it from them. That's fine. <laughs> Did you know it was stolen when you bought it? I, I don't know if it's stolen. What are you talking about? As long as you didn't know when you purchased it that it was stolen, <laughs> you were it is fine. So I'll, I'll post that, a picture of it on Twitter so the fans can see uh, tomorrow. That's freaking sweet. That's Dude, freaking awesome. sweet. Anyway, write write it down. Lock it in. Bethune Cookman Wildcat, Daytona, Florida. I always liked Bethune. They, uh, I feel like whenever I was in high school, they were always in regionals. They're they, they're always in that Gainesville regional. Yeah, they always like dominate the SWAC. Um, last two conferences here, we have the WAC um, and we have the WCC, which is the West was it West Coast Conference. So we'll go the WAC first. Uh, the WAC tournament is in Mesa, Arizona. At a wait, very... hold on, did I forget the WAC on the my website? I, I didn't see it, so maybe I have West Coast. I I think I did. Oh my God! Why? Why can't every, anything ever go right? Anyways, the WAC updated right now. The WAC is eight teams and four from each division, and it's UT Rio Grande Valley versus Sac State, New Mexico State versus Sam Houston, Seattle versus Lamar, Abilene Christian versus Grand Canyon. Initially, like right off the paper, you know, Abilene. I'm sorry, uh, Grand Canyon, Sam Houston. They both jump off the paper. They're the two best teams in this conference, but. I really do believe this is the year that the WAC is going to give it give us a champion that just comes out of nowhere, and who I think that team is is uh, man. Do I do I go very bold pick here? I think I do. Uh, give give me uh, give me the UT Rio Grande Valley. Uh, you're such the, a homer. That's not even the, you're well, just no, such a homer. No, dude. If I was a dude. Sam Houston's in Texas. Lamar is in Texas. UT Rio Grande Valley is not even, it's probably eight hours from where I'm from. Uh, but the Vaqueros, I think that's their name. Are they the Vaqueros? Anyway, give me, give me um, Grand Canyon. Bye, See, that's bye, such bye. a chalk pick. I don't think Grand Canyon's going to win it. Okay, that's fine. All right. Well, UT Rio Grande Valley is going to win it. So that's cool. I'm glad we discussed that. Grand Canyon is going to win it. Look, I know if I was being a, a chalky chalk chalk, I would take Grand Canyon or probably Sam Houston. But uh, I, I think this is going to be a noisy one. I think there's going to be a lot of upsets in this one. Good for you. All right. Are you mad at me because I took Florida AM? Yeah, I'm so mad. <laughs> is that why we're not and, on And you term? took Coastal. And you took Coastal. Hey, listen, man, I, you could go first if you want. No, Probably it's too. fine. It's fine. You're just all giving right. me all the losers, so it's making it easier for me to pick. That's true. All right. Uh, last conference here before we wrap things up. Man, this is what? A two and a half hour podcast? Hey, it's fine. It's, it's this time of the year. Yeah, we got we to gotta make sacrifices. Um, so we got the West Coast Conference. Uh, Gonzaga's the one seed. San Diego, Portland, two, three. Uh, BYU, four. The way the West Coast Conference works is similar to a lot of the other ones. Uh, one and two seeds get a bye, and then three versus six, four versus five. Uh, the sixth seed here looks like San Fran. No, Loyola and San Fran are four and five. They don't have it updated, but um, I think I'm going to take Gonzaga here. It's uh, it's very favorable for them. Based off, wait, let me, let me just make sure. Let me double check. So Gonzaga would play the winner of BYU and San Francisco, probably BYU. 
You know what? No, 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 no. You know what? You know what? You know what? I want to take BYU. I'm going to take BYU for this reason. Um, BYU severely underachieved this year, and they still had a really good – like, they were they were preseason pretty hyped up. And um, they have – I want to say they have four or five guys in their bullpen that throw 95-plus, if I remember a tweet from earlier this year correctly. And uh, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. And let's see how they've been playing recently. Uh, two out of three there, swept there. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Mormons. I'm gonna take BYU. A Mormon man picks a Mormon. How'd you know I was Mormon? Just know everything. I'm not Mormon. But <laughs> my, my wife did play golf at BYU. Maybe that she's not oh, Mormon either. Oh, she's so not Mormon, you... I promise. <laughs> she's not. No offense to Mormon. <laughs> ben marries a more a Mormon woman. No, she's not. She's I, I, wait, you can go to BYU and not be Mormon? I her dad that. played. Her dad played football there at BYU, and then she played golf. Interesting. She regrets that decision. Oh, she does. Oh, big time. She hated it there. Oh my god, worst experience of her life. She said, "She should have." Oh, I bet. I bet she did not fit in. She was like, like one of the top golf recruits in the state of Georgia. Like went to state like all four years, and she chose BYU. Like she could have went and played at like Georgia or Georgia Tech or wherever, but she wanted to follow her dad's footsteps. Good for her. Yeah. So I'm gonna take Portland. Give me the backflip in Portland pilot. <laughs> I forgot about that video. A closer that does a backflip, it will always have a place in my heart. The Portland backflip and pilot. What do you like about Portland? Backflipping. <laughs> That's it. That's it. They finished That's... two. They finished second in the conference. San Diego, I think, is the better team, but this conference tournament time, crazy things happen. BYU beat Portland two out of three on the road, so keep that in mind. So, I mean, Portland's going to win the game that matters. Um, Yeah, that's, I'm taking Wow, Portland. Portland swept Creighton to start the year. Give me the Pilots. Beat Washington. No, 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 no. They, Portland beat BYU two out of three. I just lied there. Okay, well, they're going to beat them again regardless. Yeah, I don't hate that pick. Give me the Portland Pilots. All right. Well, that uh, that wraps up all the conferences there. Uh, most of them start Wednesday. There's a few that start Tuesday. Um, but selection show is Sunday. and uh, No, Monday. Monday. Regional, regional selection is Sunday. And, then and we're dropping our shirt as soon as the 16th sites are um, selected. We are dropping the shirt. Um, I hope you guys love them. I think they're freaking sweet. They give you a little bit of touch of retro style, a little new style. And we kind of went with a genre of, I don't even know if I, I, I guess I can kind of tease it a little bit. Think like country music tour, kind of like that kind of direction shape. Um, they're sweet shirt. Um, I hope you guys like them. Um, as you know, if you purchase one, we'll love you forever and you support us, but. Just buy one if you like it. If you don't like it, don't buy it because I, w I would prefer them to be worn and enjoyed. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to be a salesman. If you like it, grab your one. If you don't like it, just just keep just, just carry on, carry on with your day. Um, anyways, though, I mean, uh, let's see. We'll be back Thursday, I guess, middle of conference, um, Thursday night ish. 
we'll go with Ben. Let's do a live show. Not live, but like let's just stream it live on Twitter Thursday. Games will be going on. We'll kind of just be hanging out, kind of update, and we will um, – I mean, at that point, I think we'll start to have an idea if our picks are awful or decent or alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then – Here's the question. Do you think you get 50% of them right? 50% of these 28? 14 of them? No. Not, <laughs> not even close. I think if you get 25% of them right, you're doing good. Seven. If you get seven, that's pretty good. Yeah, because we didn't pick all one seeds. In fact, we picked very few one seeds. We didn't pick very many one seeds. Um, but, I mean, the way this year has worked, it just feels like there's not going to be a lot of one seeds winning the conference tournament. A lot of chaos, a lot of uh, a lot that's of teams stepping correct. up and winning. But, uh, yeah, so have- I'm, I'm worn out here. I never know how to end these shows, but it's been two and a half hours. I got to uh, – I gotta edit this stuff. So uh, y'all, uh, y'all leave a review or, or a rating, whatever you guys want to do. Follow us on Twitter. We'll be uh, postseason central. Check out the website apollohou.com. Dimitri's done a good job there. And or just uh, go to our pin tweet. Click on the link there, um, and check it out. Yeah, if you want to keep up, you know, I mean, if here, here's my biggest suggestion: go through those, find the championship game time or semifinal time. And just watch the championship game. I'm telling you right now, you're going to find a bunch of guys, freaking dreams coming alive, hearts crushed, mm. freaking entertainment, man. This it mean, These tournaments mean everything outside of, you know, your few power five. These tournaments, like you can you can be 20 and 30 on the season, 10 games under five. When you win this tournament, successful season. Success. Nobody's getting fired. It's a successful year. So at least I recommend tuning into championship game to these smaller conference tournament. You're going to see the biggest smiles on your face. You're going to be water spraying everywhere. Highly recommend it. Yep. But uh, y'all have a good, uh, good week and uh, appreciate the guys' support.